Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net. What's up, everyone? Freddie the Pizza Man here, host of the Pizza Man Podcast. Now joining forces with ChristopherMedia.net. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, the Pizza Man Podcast. And, of course, find all the podcasts on ChristopherMedia.net. We talk Detroit sports. I bring on guests, uh, passions, opinions, uh, all for Detroit sports, and more. We even talk pizza. So thanks for tuning in and uh, spread the word. Christopher Media, let's make some noise. Welcome to Sporty, the show that gives you half-ass sports fans giving their half-ass opinions. And now, here are your hosts. It is 102. I'm Chris. I'm Rich. I'm the Iceman. Oh, we're back. Oh, boy, it's that time of year. I pretty much walk around, like, erect for, like, the next few months. Let's go. Yeah, last couple of weeks especially. I'm at least five eights at all times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh oh yeah, it's that time of year. Oh thank God thank God we took July off. I hate July. Yeah, you know, uh not a not a whole lot like that I was like, boy, I'm chomping at the bit to get back to it and talk about it. Yeah. Until like the last week or so. Yeah, exactly. The last couple of weeks, I'm like, oh, all right. All right. We can fire this shit back up. But I mean, it's. Yeah, 102. Okay, so we're done with trying to. Nobody wears 102. We're done. That, that gimmick's over. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Yeah, now, now we just number them. Fuck it. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, go Buckeyes. Uh, yeah, Uncle Urban. Whoops, he's in some he's in some trouble. What is with the school and coaches? Do they not, are they not aware of background checks, vetting processes? <laughs> I you know I have to say I, I I I they're unconfirmed rumors, but I think I think Urban Meyer's a little bit more a little bit more gangster than we than we give him credit for. Like he was running that Florida team, and that Florida team was was a straight thirty for thirty in the making. Well, didn't he quote unquote retire for a couple of years, <clears throat> and then came yeah, back? Supposedly due to I think he had a, a, a couple of heart issues or something like that. Yeah, and it, he came back, and magically, no one really talked about anything that happened in Florida under his watch. Uh, so, for the listeners that don't know, what happened to Urban? Yeah, that's true. All right. Well, anyways, besides the the rumors I've heard out of Florida, let's get what's going on now. Um, it came out that uh, one of his assistant coaches, Zach Smith, uh, had been, I believe, arrested in 2009 for domestic assault. And yeah, after a 2009 arrest at Florida, Zach Smith was never arrested for any incident involving his ex-wife during his tenure at Ohio State, according to a revised 2015 report from Ohio Powell, Ohio Police Department. Meyer admitted to knowing about the 2009 incident at Big Ten Media Days and followed protocol there. Now, this is this is from an article, uh, SportingNews.com. Urban Meyer investigation, what's at risk for Ohio State and Buckeyes coach. 
basically, they, they pose questions. The first question, did Urban Meyer commit an offense that merits termination? And it says, this is on the investigation to figure out, and this Sports Illustrated report does an excellent job of laying out the grounds, trying to find out whether Meyer lied to his, superior, his superiors or violated university policy as it pertains to reporting alleged misconduct by employees who report to him. Um, and it was a 2015 incident with Zach Smith and his ex-wife, Courtney Smith, which was first detailed in a report by National College Football writer Brett McMurphy. Meyer originally denied knowledge of the incident at Big Ten Media Days, but con contradicted that in a statement released on Friday, which he said he followed proper reporting protocols and procedure. Uh, Meyer kept Smith on the staff until the firing of the assistant coach just hours after McMurphy's original report on July 23rd of 2018. So I guess the, the question is here, oh, and Urban Meyer's wife works for Ohio State, and apparently the 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 the, the question the, the the crux of the the issue is, what did Urban Meyer know? What did he not report that he was obligated to report? <clears throat> and I think because it involves domestic abuse, and someone attached to the athletic department, then it falls under the Title IX stuff, which means it's supposed to be reported to the to school he was supposed to report to the athletic director the athletic director was supposed to report to the president of the you know school etc cetera, etc cetera. if he didn't do that then he's in violation of that long story short unless you're a diehard buckeyes fan i don't know how the fuck you think urban meyer's gonna be your head coach by the end of the season oh. that's just all there is to it urban meyer's gonna be your coach by the end of this month quite oh, honestly he, he he reminds me a lot of patino at this point because he, it almost feels like he thought he was too good. Like he was above the rest. Like he could do what he wants and fuck the rules. And I say that seriously because of this. Zach Smith had these charges brought against him when they were both at Florida. Okay? And, yeah, and all of that happened. Incident. Right. And all of that happened. And then Urban Meyer was like, you know what? I'm going to go to Ohio State. You can come too, Zach. Like, Dude, look what this guy does to his wife. Okay, yeah. whether you whether you condone it, you don't condone it, you don't care, you care, I don't care. When that happens, and you as a as a college football coach don't do the right thing, that's going to come back and bite you in the ass. Later, now, when it happened again here in Ohio, it really bit him in the ass because uh, Smith's wife told urban meyer's wife exactly and her having worked working for the university that that me let's okay let's be honest here we have to go under the assumption <clears throat> excuse me that urban meyer and his wife don't talk about anything that, that work related which right there i'm like bullshit of course they do so obviously even if he didn't know to that point how he's going to go, oh, we never talked about that. I, that's, come on, man, that's a reach. And because of, like, in this article, it says, failure by coach to promptly report to Ohio State's de deputy Title IX coordinator uh, of any known violations of Ohio State's sexual misconduct policy. And it goes on the list with that, in, in, that entails that involve any student, faculty, or staff that is in connection with a university-sponsored event or activity. Well, 
boom, right there. Isn't that it? He failed to report it. I mean, if he, beat his, like wife in, if he beat his wife in Florida when he, when he worked for Florida, Zach Smith, in 2009, and then there's a 2015 incident, that's a pattern. And even though 2009 was nine years ago, a uh, lot's changed in nine, nine years when it comes to this shit. This shit doesn't get swept under the rug anymore. <laughs> nope. Not in 2018. So, I mean, and 2015 was right around the time of the Ray Rice incident when all that shit, when the the fallout from that was still going on. So, I mean, this happened right in the heart of the, 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 the storm of this issue coming to light in football, in sports, and people... Basically going, you know, look, we got we to gotta do something about this. We can't have players and coaches beating the shit out of their wives and girlfriends and just sweep it under the rug, you know, and go, well, you know, it happens. No, we're, we can't do that. So, obviously, I'm a U of M fan. I have no love lost for fucking Ohio State. I have to echo our local sports talk guru here in Detroit. I'm not going to cry for Ohio State because Ohio State, if they fire Urban Meyer right now as we're talking, like, we get breaking news over the wire that he's been fired. They will have whatever coach they want at the beginning of next season, except for maybe Nick Saban. I was going to say, do you think they can convince Uncle Nick to move north? I don't think so. Not, and, you know, there's been a lot of bullshit going on in the Big Ten. And it's kind of like, you know, the Big Ten's becoming like the problem child of the Power Five divisions. In the last couple of years, you have the shit with Larry Nasser with MSU. You have this with Ohio State. You have Izzo I mean, and D'Antonio. I mean, to uh, hiding their their players' indiscretions. Yep. I mean, you have Penn State that wasn't all that long ago. What five years ago? Um, I mean, to and to a much lesser extent, but it's still ish. You know, it's still issues for the team, and it's been issues for them. You know, even Jesus and Khakis, Harbaugh, he's 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 violated NCAA rules. They've changed NCAA rules because he was doing his best best Bill Belichick and looking for loopholes to extort USC. So I mean, it's to me the the, the Big Ten is probably going to want to like go. Okay, look, huh. it's probably going to be an off the record meeting, and I imagine. Whatever happens, if Meyer gets fired, which I honestly think, I don't see any other way. I just think he's he's done in Ohio, at Ohio State. <clears throat> I imagine someone from the Big Ten is going to sit down with whoever is in charge of hiring a new head coach and go, you vet this motherfucker to the point of, we know what color his pinky toenail is. We don't want any surprises coming down the the, the pike on this one. It has to be a clean hire. It has to be completely clean. Period. End of story. It's twice in a row, man. It's twice in a row. Back, it, it, background checks are like twenty five bucks. It goes back to it goes it goes back to what I've said. A bunch of and, and people way smarter than me when it comes to college football have said, "You want to win, you got to get dirty in college football." Ohio State has been not an Alabama type powerhouse in college football but they have been a force to be reckoned with you want your you want a winning program eventually someone's gonna have to do some dirt well i mean what makes it really bad is is urban meyer's wife is a nurse 
So she had an obligation to report it, even if she didn't tell Urban. Yeah, by law. Right, as as a nurse. So I mean, yeah, that's that's another thing. So I mean, <laughs> I, you know, th there's a lot of repercussions and consequences here. You know, and I w the more I heard about it, and the more I read about it, I was like, whatever happened to people minding their own? You know, this woman gets beat. Okay, take your ass all beaten up to the fucking police. Report them. Put, put them away. What the problem is? Why you got to go after Urban, his wife, the college, and media? And why you got to do that? That's just the world we're living in now, I guess. That's just stupid shit, I guess. Well, I, it, look, I, I, I'm, I, I'm of two minds about this. What happens in someone's private life outside of work, all right, when, it, when a crime is committed, the first thing that people should be worried about is reporting that crime to the proper authorities and letting them handle it. Not, oh, shit, is this going to make my school look bad? Right. That, is, that, is, that, is, that is my main issue here. All right? I don't give a fuck if this, was, if this was Harbaugh and one of his assistant coaches. I'd be saying the exact same fucking thing. All right? This mentality of we have to protect the school, we have to protect the athletic department, we have to protect the program, Man. bullshit. There are crimes being committed, all right? I mean, you have, uh, 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 excuse me, uh, Michigan State. There were children being molested. You know, some, so there is a pattern of, of domestic violence that this guy, this Zach Smith character, has established. I don't give a shit about football or gymnastics at this point. I give a shit about these people need to be brought to justice. And that's the problem with, with that's the problem with athletics, period. I mean, there's a, you know, I've been reading and hearing a, a lot of opinion pieces and stuff about people who are protesting and not watching football for whatever reason, whether it be from the, the, the CTE issue and they feel the, the NFL has done everything to, to downplay and cover that up, to the players kneeling issue, to the domestic violence issue. There's plenty of reasons people give. To me, this is the most valid fucking reason, period. I don't care if you're a college or a pro team. It's bullshit. Stop protecting criminals, period. If you don't yeah. protect criminals, you have nothing to fucking worry about. It's when, and what's the common thread in all these stories? <coughs> People protecting criminals. That's when the shit hits the fan. Stop it, period. I, End story. I, yeah. I totally agree with you. But if that's if and only if that person's covering it up or putting influence in, trying to make it go away to try to protect the program and the institution. Okay, follow me here, because if Urban Meyer didn't in any way try to influence the outcome of what happened between you know Smith and his wife, then who gives a fuck what he knew and didn't know? See, but the problem is if it's in his contract that he has to report it, because of Title IX, then he broke his contract. So by no, right, I understand that. I understand by, that. No, I don't know if that's criminal, and I don't. I mean, I don't know if he could be charged with anything like obstruction of justice or anything like that. But they, but Ohio State would would be within their rights to terminate his contract. Right, and and I get that, but it it goes to like us, us three. All right, if if I went out and beat the teetotal hell out of my wife, okay, I'm going to go to jail. My boss isn't going to lose their job. My boss isn't even going to know I'm gone until I'm gone. And then, like, what happened? Oh, all right, we'll replace it. You, you feel me? So 
here in the real world, it doesn't matter what I do. It doesn't affect my boss, not one iota. I go out, start robbing liquor stores, knocking over banks, whatever. That's on me. It has nothing to do with my boss. But here at, at Ohio State, Penn State, everything, the, the head coach it, is going to get kicked out for what? He didn't do anything. I just, if, if, and I say this all on the if, on the big if, he didn't do anything to put pressure on this going away to try to cover up the program. If they laid down at night and, you know, his wife rolled over and was like, Urban, I got to tell you something, hon. You know, Smith's wife came to me and said, and he was like, damn. Well, I'll never do that to you, honey. I love you. Good night. And that was it. I mean, he does it. Does that goes back to the the, you know, allegations that you were talking about, Rich? Just just because somebody says something, somebody did something, does that mean you get to lose your whole career that you've worked your life for? No. Uh, okay. Well, we're, <laughs> laws. The law is involved. Actually, breaking the law is involved. This, you know, this isn't like. It, it, it's the levity of the situation, man. Like, it, it, if if you've broken the law, to, to me, that's yeah. You do get to lose your <laughs> whole career if it's bad enough. And I mean, besides the law being involved, let's just drop all bullshit pretense and just be brutally honest about it. We're in the Me Too age. An accusation will cost you your job. Yep. Period. I mean, and we've we've seen it with with people in Hollywood, executives, newscasters. I mean, it, it at this point, it's almost become it's almost become a joke. To be honest with you, it's almost a punchline. Maybe Urban Mike can be like the new racist. Maybe Urban Mike can be like Chris Hardwick and get all his jobs back. Well, I mean, to me, the 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 issue is, did he violate his contract, and did he violate? Title Nine. If the answer to both of those are yes, Ohio State can dismiss him, and they're off the hook for the thirty-eight million they owe him on the rest of his contract. If he violated Title Nine, <clears throat> I think the NCAA can come after him and pretty much fuck his career as far as at least a few years. I, I don't know how. I don't know what they would do. At this point, it seems like you get one of two extremes: you get an extreme overreaction or an extreme underreaction. That's my whole point, Rich. Like I said, take Patino in Louisville. Uh, he was willingly out paying hookers, paying players, seriously influencing, you know, people. Yeah, he deserves what he gets. And, and good on the authorities for giving it to him. Urban Meyer was just sitting there trying to be, because also what we failed to mention is, Smith is the son of his of Urban Meyer's godfather, who he looked up to as the biggest mentor of his life. So he was trying so hard to keep Smith under his wing and on the straight and narrow. I mean, I, I can understand that. Look, maybe more lessons on don't beat your wife. A little less well, football, I mean, for, a lot more don't beat your wife. First of all, there, there's, there are, there's just no, there's just no delicate way to put this. You just have to be, you just have to be blunt about it. To certain people, 
the minute you hit a woman, no matter what, I don't care if she's coming at you with a gun, with a Mack truck, I don't care if she cuts your dick, your dick off for no good reason, besides she thought she looked at Wilma Flintstone a little too hard while watching the Flintstones on TV. Basically, the bitch could be fucking psycho. There's people that believe the minute you hit a woman, that's it. It's on par with cold-blooded murder, child molestation, rape. Your life should be over for that. And then there's people that go, no, there's, 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 there's nuance here. There's context. You know, is she beating the shit out of him? Did did he slap her to get her? You know, she's slapping him, going off on him. So he slaps her to get him or get her out of his face. Then you got guys that just flat out have have the attitude of if a bitch steps to me like she's a man, I'm going to treat that bitch like a man. Period. I mean, so there is a whole spectrum here of how different people are going to look at it. And we all know that right now in the climate, the, the social climate we are in, they are going to come down on the side of was there any violence towards a woman? It does not matter. You're an asshole if you ask for the context of it. His career needs to be over with. But and see, anybody, I, I and anybody who, with and anybody who helped, who helped try to cover it up, or anything else, his, their careers need to be over with. Now that I don't agree with. Yes, uh, Smith for abusing his wife, especially on more than one occasion. Yeah, there's consequences and repercussions. There just are. You know, legally, it don't. I don't matter a damn where you work. You work in the college. You work on fast food line. I don't care. You you, you do a domestic violence like that, and especially more than once. There's consequences and repercussions. You're all done, son. But I don't feel that somebody like Urban Meyer should also lose his career when he didn't do a goddamn thing. Unless, and they're still investigating, and he very well might have tried to influence people and influence Miss Wife somehow and sweep it under the rug for Ohio State. Well, I don't know. The crux of the issue may be him not doing a goddamn thing. That might be the problem. That might be what he did wrong. Well, it, you know what, okay, you know how Ohio State's looking at this. All right. This is, this is DEFCON 5 distraction. We just want to win national championships. We don't need this bullshit. If this is if this is what comes with you, Urban Meyer, well, Uncle Urban, we're gonna find a way you violated your fucking contract. That way, we don't gotta pay you thirty-eight million dollars to hand you your walking papers. Like honestly, I, 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 first of all, I just want to say I think it's hilarious that the college goes, "We're going to investigate the matter. The investigation will take." 14 days excuse me the investigation should take as long as it needs to take if the world's most efficient detectives <clears throat> exactly i mean if cops worked that way there would be an even lower clearance rate in detroit for murder than there is <laughs> i mean get the fuck out of here like what cops like well we got two days to solve this and then it's just fuck it it doesn't hey, matter <laughs> there's a tv show about that's called the first 48 <laughs> yeah i know but but the premise is if they don't if they don't solve it in the first 48 the, the chances of it getting solved become slim to none but i mean still it's like murder stays murder certain crimes stay on the books there's no statute of limitations on that shit well here's my question rich with joe pa 
Did he deserve to lose his position? Everything I've heard, he knew through people that he trusted said, I saw Jerry Sandusky molesting kids. Right, but he told his, his superiors that's what he was supposed to do. And he did that. His superiors hushed it up because of the program. No, I mean, I, I, when you're wrong, I'll stop you. You're absolutely right. So, I'm, I'm problem, saying, my problem is, my problem is, as a fucking human being, he should have went to, he should have said, uh, yes, uh, athletic director, whoever the fuck. I have a coach that I have another coach and equipment managers or whatever the fuck who've seen him molesting children. Just so you know, you're my first call. My next call is to the police, period. Right. That's that's where he fucked up. Now, Urban Meyer, he didn't witness. A, I get, I've heard no story saying he witnessed domestic abuse. But if this woman went to his wife, who's a nurse, she is by law supposed to report that. If she didn't, she broke a law. She could be looking at criminal uh, 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 charges. And I mean, that's just that is the law. Now, if you want to argue if the law is right or wrong, that's we can do that. But the fact remains, she didn't do that. Right. No, I, I, I don't want to argue that because I agree. If you go tell a nurse a friend that's a friend, hey, you know, I was being abused by so-and-so, and that nurse was like, damn, learn to shut up. <laughs> well, first of all, I got to believe it's kind of a... <laughs> the worst nurse ever. It's kind of, of all the people to go to, you're going to go to someone who's a nurse who you know by law has to report what you're telling them. You're not going to go to you're not going to go to a childhood friend who has no obligation under the law, an oath she took to report what's going on. Well, I mean, there there it's, it's almost like a cry for help without a cry for help. You know you don't you get what I'm saying? I do because I was going to say that right there is my issue. Why go anywhere else than the police station? Why not just march your narrow ass in, sit down and be like, I'm a victim of domestic abuse. It's the at least the second time that we know of that, you know, she could report this. And the response is going to be, and this is as polite a response as you're going to get from someone who's going to take exception with what you said. It's going to be, you don't understand, you're not in their shoes. These people are sometimes terrified for their lives. I mean, I know for a fact, I've seen situations where it wasn't domestic abuse, but it was an altercation between two people. And one person makes a threat of, I'm going to the cops and I'm going to get someone to lie up my side of the story and you're going down. And that person just looks at him and smiles and goes, more welcome to go to the cops and I'll make bail and you won't live to fucking testify. And they mean that shit. Uh-huh. So, I, it's not out of the realm of possibility if he's going to beat her physically that he said, oh, and by the way, if you think of going to the cops, you'll never live to see the inside of the courtroom. I mean, that, that is a factor. Because the, the way problem is, the laws are written, you can't do anything until he tries to do something. I mean, it, that is... I don't know. It's it's an ugly fucking situation. And to be completely honest with you, if I was in Urban Meyer's hand, shoes, the minute I found out that there was, in 2009, a domestic violence incident, 
I've been like, look, dude, I, I can't I can't co-sign on this. All right. This is going to be shit that could come back and blow up in our face 20 years down the line. And it didn't even take 20 years. It just took nine. Go well, yeah. Go I, work I mean, at I SMU. I would have damn sure left his ass in Florida. I wouldn't have brought him to, you know, Ohio. Oh, he would not have been working for me by the time I left Florida. He'd already been gone. Oh, exactly. You know, and I would, I, even if, even if, even if he was like a son to me, like this is someone who I took under my wing and I just never saw this side of him and he did this, I would still look at him and go, and dude, I'm going to tell you what, uh, you need to get some fucking help before it gets out of fucking hand and I don't know you probably shouldn't put me down as a reference period end of story yeah I I would say when the first incident happened I would put him on administrative leave and make him go get help because the first incident that happened the charges weren't filed I don't think well that, that goes back to we all know that when it comes to college football and local police Unless it's a, I mean, unless it was the University of Miami. (laughs) (laughs) Unless you're on tape knocking the bitch out in an elevator. You know what I'm saying? Something crazy. You know, it's like pretty much you're like, "Eh, we'll kind of look the other way, you know. When when you're on tape and it looks like you hit her harder than Mike Tyson went, God damn. All right. Mike Tyson watched that tape of Ray Rice and was like, that's how I wanted to hit Robin Givens <laughs> and, and her cunt mother. <laughs> and I didn't even, I, I'm, I'm crazy and I didn't hit the bitch like that. What's his problem? <laughs> I will eat his children. <laughs> I want his heart. He ain't no conqueror. <laughs> God, I love just, that rant by him. Just fuck her till you love him. <laughs> you little scared white bitch I'll fuck you till you love me what Mike you spent a little too much time in prison showers what's wrong with you? <laughs> I, I liked his most recent one uh, uh, where he called the guy a, a rat piece of shit <laughs> oh and, and he was interviewing him and he was sitting right next to him yeah yeah if I was that guy I'd have been like I'm glad that's all he did <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna move the chair to the other side of the stage well, that guy deserved to get punched with the questions he was asking him the way he was asking him. But uh, Tyson was there to like promote his Broadway show, and the guy was bringing up the shit from like uh uh, it, it was asking about uh, asking him a question about like how people felt about coming to see uh, a convicted convicted rapist. Yeah. Hold on, hold on, I forgot. We have our full studio functions back. I can actually bring this shit up. <laughs> yeah, I just it the whole thing, the whole thing. Uh, yeah, Urban's going down, his wife is going down, and I don't know, I just, I think at some point you need to take, you know, take care of your own business and stop bringing everybody with you. I hate when people record their TV. I think you should be thrown off YouTube if you record your TV. (laughs) It's like recording a portrait instead of landscape. Yeah. What's wrong with you? (laughs) Uh. We'll start. Oh, there's 30 thumbs down. This could be. Oh, he's meeting Rob Ford. On Wednesday, former boxer Mike Tyson got very angry at a comment made by Canadian network CP24's anchor Nathan Downer. 
Tyson, who is currently in Canada, promoting his one-man show. Ah, oh, this is gonna be bullshit. Ford, who also has a checkered patch. Oh, they're not even showing. God damn it! All right, third time's a charm. <laughs> Thanks, Canuckians. All right, thumbs th oh, thumbs down because you recorded your TV. Um, come on! Why Damn, th thumbs down brigades in full effect today. Why is it so hard to find a decent clip of this shit? You, this is another thumb. This is on SB Nation, and someone recorded their TV. Come on. Yep. I can't thumbs down an embedded video. Oh, whatever. <laughs> Three strikes, you're out. Uh, you're well, a, I mean, you're a rat piece of shit if you record your TV. How about that? Let's. Uh, well, I mean, let's 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 um, stay in the college football mode. Well, no, 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 no. Let's just move on to the, uh, the the land of okay. Let's operate under the assumption that he is for sure one hundred percent gone. What happens? I mean, there's been you know talk of is this going to be a rallying cry for the team this season? Like, win it for Uncle Urban type shit? Everybody just transfer immediately. Yeah, because there's already... He's a huge, huge recruiting tool. So there's kids that have already signed letters of intent that are going, yeah, about that. Yeah, because, I mean, it's not just he might be fired. It's also there might be sanctions coming down from the NCAA. Yeah. <laughs> Don't get used to these unsanctioned seasons, OSU. You know, and yeah, that could that could get that could get ugly, because this is a hot button topic right now in the sports world. I just thought of something that popped in the old brain box. Uh, there's a running back that used to play for this gentleman, plays Dallas, Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah, it's in a couple of alleged uh, domestic. Uh, violence incidents in his past. Do, do they start the deep dive maybe as a result of this? See if maybe uh, that stuff going away really wasn't it going away? Well, this is... Uh, like, do we start is, looking for a pattern with Uncle Irvin? I, I think, I think well, no, not necessarily. I mean, I, there's going to be people that are going to connect that dot, but I don't think that Irvin Myers run around going... <laughs> I want domestic abusers and nothing but on my fucking team. No, I'm not saying he's. No, I'm not saying the. I'm not saying a pattern of like, yeah, hey, if you beat your wife, complain for me. No, I'm saying more a pattern of covering up abuse. Oh no, that yeah, oh yeah. And here's the thing: we are in the time when people, private citizens, will use the internet or any other means at their disposal to weed this shit out, and then. They will get the internet mob mentality on this person. And I can see it happening. I can really see it happening. We've discussed this before. There are entire groups of people who want football gone, period. They file it under toxic masculinity. Everything about it's sexist. Everything about it supports the patriarchy, blah, 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 talking points, third, fourth wave feminism bullshit. I want them gone. Okay. I mean, that's why, that's why you have... Male cheerleaders this season, you know, shit like that. Because, you know, you know it, 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 it would be sexist if it's just women out there being objectified. So let's put some, you know, ambiguously gay guys out there to dance in one of the most masculine sports in the fucking world. 
Hey, wasn't because that makes sense, right? Wasn't number forty-three a cheerleader? W. Yes. Yeah, the, the pictures I'm seeing of these cheerleaders though aren't the male cheerleaders that we kind of grew up with. Oh, are they like the cheerleaders from the Longest Yard, the Adam They're Sandler like, version? They are. <laughs> they are fabulous and fierce, honey. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We're talking high kicks, jazz hands, the whole fucking. Oh. Night. Yeah, yeah but you, but you know, I kind of, I, I do kind of agree. I, I know I've been trying to defend Urban, the, but it's forty nine er cheerleaders, yeah. <laughs> right? But at the same time, I, I I do as a as a you know former player and a student of the game, I have to agree to some extent that just because you know football and how to call the play and and what defense to run doesn't mean you should be a head coach. Because, yeah, with Zeke and now his assistant coach and God knows what other instances that happened on his team. I mean, at some point, you know, as a head coach, you have to be responsible for that. That is, it's like the quarterback position. Whether it's fair or unfair, you get all the blame and you get all the glory. Well, Urban Meyer has bashed in all the glory. Now it's time to take all the heat. It, 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 that, that, that sword cuts both ways. Did, if it, they won a national championship, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If, if I'm, if, uh, hold on. Yeah, wasn't it the year with Zeke? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> What's funny is when you do a search on Urban Meyer, you have to go to, like, the second page. His Wikipedia entry because it's just nothing but Urban Meyer's fucked articles. I mean, it's just yeah, he won one two thousand eight two thousand or well two thousand eight was in Florida two thousand fourteen. I knew it wasn't that long ago. I remember Molten hops hops and bong resin, folks. It's like I remember watching that game. Uh, so yeah, yeah, he's won one with Ohio State, which I mean, hey man, maybe it look. Maybe at this point, Ohio State is like, "Yep, you gave us one. All right, we'll reboot. We'll have another six and six season. We'll play in the whatever bowl, the Bush Baked Beans Bowl." Hey, what's Trent Trestle doing? Uh, I think coaching at Youngstown State, Youngstown State. <laughs> to be honest with you, yeah, they're gonna bring they're gonna bring sweater vest back. Yeah, fuck that. Bring in Les Miles. Uh, that's. You know, that's exactly who I was fucking thinking. It's exactly who the fuck I was thinking, to be honest with you. I'm like, yeah, I, I that would be an Ohio State move, because that's that that not only brings in a high profile coach, helps with recruiting, et cetera, et cetera. That also is a big middle finger to Michigan. Yep. Because how long did Michigan fans? And there was rumors that, that Michigan wanted Les Miles. I mean, I'm talking well before, even before fucking Rich Rod. That goes back. So, I mean, yeah, that'd be like a nana nana boo boo got your motherfucker. Look who you got. You got, <laughs> you got the wrong Harbaugh brother. <laughs> That's the fuck you got. But, yeah, I. It, I, I think the fallout from this is going to be very interesting for the Big Ten. And as much as, I mean, I, it, it's, it, people will say, well, it's distasteful to talk like this. Well, it, it, this is just the reality of the situation. This 
if they come, if the NCAA comes down on Ohio State, I don't. Michigan State fans, you are living a living a charmed life since two thousand and eight. That's all I can say. Uh, yeah, you know what? If this all does affect uh, Ohio State football, I'm a Michigan fan through and through as well. But if the if this affects the games and the players with any sanctions, I will be livid about that. Well, then you better prepare, prepare to get livid, bro. Yeah. That is total. You don't, total. You, you don't think there's sanctions coming? In, the, in this day and age we're in, you honestly don't think there's sanctions coming? Come on now. What? They didn't do anything. That's the problem. I bet, bet you 90% of that team, the kids on that team, didn't even know that he had domestic violence issues. Dude, it is 2018. Are you not aware that plenty of people can pay penalties for one idiot's mistake? That's just how it is now. I'm not saying it's right. It's just how it goes now. I'm saying, man, okay, if you want to take the Urban down because he he's the buck stops there and and Smith and everything and anybody else who knew, cool. But don't affect the fucking kids, man. They didn't but, do a fucking thing. And why I agree with you, this is the problem with and the NCAA and how they, they hand out punishment. It always ends up affecting, A, kids that had nothing to do with it, most likely weren't even at the school when the shit was happening, and B, the coaches that come after the coach that, that let the shit happen. Yeah, and none of those kids from 2010 to 2013 had any shit to do with what Trestle did, but they paid the penalties for it. Yep. Right, that's just like Penn State. Now, I was so happy to see them have the season they did. Like, fuck you, NCAA. Fuck you in the... You gotta be, you gotta be careful, Penn State, where you tell them to get fucked. Just say it. Careful. Just say, yeah, it's true. I was kidding. Ha-ha. But yeah, I, it's it, it. Michigan State, if if it comes down, the hammer of God comes down on OSU, like I think it's going to. They are set up to be the powerhouse team in in the Big Ten. Period. Because. If you can't pick up on it, I still have no faith in Harbaugh. To me, Harbaugh has been a bill of goods. This was supposed to be the quarterback whisperer, the offensive fucking guru coming in. And what is the best? What has been the best part of this team since he took it over? The motherfucking defense. It's been a shit show at quarterback. It's been a joke on offense. That's what he was brought in to do. So it's not even like I can give credit like to him for the defense. That defense was beast. When he got there. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it, it, you just inherited somebody else's defense. And by the way, his best season was with Brady Hoke's guys. This is what, his fourth season? These, This should start to be his guys. I this honestly is, think Hoke got railroaded. I think he should have had one more year. And, I, and this is a Spartan fan talking. I think it was because they, they saw an opportunity to get Harbaugh, and they just said, we have to jump right now. He ain't going to be here next year at this time. And, I mean, honestly, Hogan made a few fucking, he made a few missteps with the Michigan faithful. I mean, I'm not I'm not one of those people that felt that way, but, you know, the whole you no know, headset on the sidelines and, you know, uh, some of his comments about Ohio State and, and, you know, calling them Ohio, you know, Ohio University or whatever. It's like, yeah. Okay, dude, the guy isn't fucking, he isn't that media savvy, whatever. But 
the minute I heard Harbaugh was was available, I was like, that's happening. It, it, it's just it's too perfect. And I and I had high hopes, really high hopes. And I, one in five against Ohio State and Michigan State. That's all I need to fucking. That's all I need to say. <laughs> your only stat you need. One in five. That's sorry. That's not. That's not good enough. That's not cutting it. <clears throat> you are a. He. He's a quote unquote Michigan man. You know you have. If you have three te- these three teams on your schedule every season, your job is to beat these three teams: Notre Dame, Michigan State, Ohio State. I would even go so far to say, as if he won those three games and lost every other fucking game, there would be a whole lot of happy Michigan f- fans because they could talk shit to Notre Dame, Michigan State, and Ohio State fans for a full year, and it wouldn't matter if they lost every other game. Actually, it'd be better if he lost every other game. We lost every other game, but we kicked the shit out of you. How bad do you suck? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah, a three and nine team whooped your ass. Yeah. yeah okay. National national champion fucking contenders. Fuck out of here. <laughs> but well, anyways, moving on. Since we're on the the discussion of Michigan, uh, their first game is Saturday, September first at Notre Dame. Explain. Oh one. Right there with you. I I have no faith. I have no faith they're going to win this game. Season's over with. By the time the clock strikes, fucking, you know, triple zeros in the fourth quarter. That, that's it. I mean, I, 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 I know that there's people who are just blindly loyal to their teams. But can either of you give me a legit reason to have faith that, that this is going to be the year that Michigan competes for the Big Ten title, let alone not, not after a hearing Michigan title? Not after hearing state schedule. Well, yeah, state schedule is going to kill it. But here's the problem with college. In NFL, you get preseason, you get trade deadlines, you know, you see where, how that's going to shape out and ship up, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. In college, you don't know. You, you don't know what Harbaugh's recruited. You, you, you don't know what the, the outcome of Urban Meyer is. Uh, you don't know if they replaced Saquon Barkley in Penn State. Uh, there's been a lot of people that left Notre Dame for the draft. Did they replace them? I don't know. Well, I mean, you have to remember, Notre Dame is one of Michigan's rivals. Uh-huh. Notre Dame hates Michigan. That's I mean, it's it's not USC-type hate. It's not Miami Hurricanes-type hate, but it's up there. And they canceled, what, four years of them playing? And it used to be every year it was first or second game, Notre Dame. So, I mean, this is like, this is bragging rights going back almost half a decade now. Like, yeah, whoever, whoever loses is going to hear a lot of, yeah, you avoided us like a bitch. Now you know why you avoided us. Because we got in that ass. I mean, I, and I'm sorry, I just think Notre Dame is, is, I just don't see it with Harbaugh. I don't. I wish I did. I really wish I did. But I don't see that 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 it factor, that X factor that you can't put your finger on. Like, none of these teams have made me be like, holy shit. They've had one game. What was that? <laughs> I forget who they were playing. We're out, we were, like, fucking going back and forth in the group chat, <laughs> just throwing memes at each other, like, okay, let them up. They've had enough. Was it Rutgers? 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then I found a choo-choo train with with Harbaugh's face on it. <laughs> yeah. Here come the pain train. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, okay, one game. That that's, that's how those games should be. For Harbaugh's reputation, every fucking game that's not a rivalry going to be a fucking slugfest should be a blowout. Period. If that's I mean that's his reputation. He walks around like he's you know, hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna put my, my foot on their neck and I'm not gonna let them up. I'm gonna release the hounds. That's just all there is to it. Well, I don't see it. And he, if he can't recruit and he can't coach the players to do it, then he's the problem. But well, I'm I'm with you. I, I can't really determine who's gonna win what game. Like I said, because there's no preseason, there's no nothing. I don't know. But I'll, I'll give it to you this way. This is his year. He's got to do something this year. And we'll know within the first three or four, you know, two or three games. Well, I mean, I have it. Okay, you know, their schedule is Notre Dame. I got that it's as a loss. loss. Western, that's a win. win. SMU, SMU, loss. Win. You think they're losing the SMU? Well, that's uh, in that ACC football or SEC Oh, 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 okay. I, I, uh, there's no bet in the makings. <laughs> as far as, hold on a sec. You got me. You got me. Fucking. Oh, here you go. Yeah, yeah. This is how. This is how confident SMU is in their football program. You go to their website. Men's soccer ranked number eight. <laughs> soccer coaches preseason poll. That's uh, that's the that's the that's the front page of their site there. And the matchup predictor has gives SMU a three percent shot. All right, I'll go with Michigan. Uh, that's it. This isn't this isn't uh, nineteen eighty three SMU. Uh, yeah, no, far from far from fucking the Pony Express. Nebraska. It, 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 we talked about it pre-show chat with State. Depends. Yeah, it's the AAC. AAC. Uh, Nebraska is going to depend like. How Nebraska? Nebraska's a flip a coin. With Nebraska, I'll, I'll I'll say Nebraska is a is a win. I, I Northwestern I think's a win. Maryland yeah. I think's a win. win. Wisconsin loss. loss. State. Michigan State loss. loss. Okay, October thirteenth to November third is going to be a rough time to be a Michigan fan. You got Wisconsin who's going to get in that ass. Michigan State who's going to further drill that ass. <laughs> and then Penn State who's going to drop a grenade in there, glue their ass shut, and kick them to the curb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then they play Rutgers. So there you go. There you go. Jesus and Khakis can run up the score on them. Yeah. Indiana, I'll win. give them a, a win. And then Ohio State, no. At the horseshoe. Sorry. Thanks for playing. <laughs> See ya. So that's one, two, three, four. I got them for five losses. <laughs> Seven and five season. This was the savior of, of U of M football. Seven and five season. Uh, I hope I'm wrong. I really I'm do. just saying, man, be careful. Hey, be look, careful. If Michigan comes out of the gate like gangbusters, like their ass is on fire and their hair is catching and just stomps Notre Dame, I will have to rethink my fucking stance. Well, here, look at it this way, and I'm going to knock on wood, and you might want to too, Rich. <laughs> U of M is one of the biggest schools that hasn't had any 
of these allegations and big conspiracies levied against it. Michigan State has, Ohio State has, uh, Notre Dame has, Penn State has. Yeah, I mean, when you're the leaders and best, you have the best people to clean up your messes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yes. tell that to Joe Pa. Michigan State has a decent law school. There's plenty of, of alum who are lawyers who can get them out of some shit. <laughs> well, Leaders and Best isn't in Penn State's fight song, Earl. Uh, <laughs> so, all I'm saying is, is this is the year for, for many different reasons. Yeah, this is his recruiting class. This is going to be his players. Every other school right close to him has had a conspiracy that would force players to go, I'm going to go with the former NFL Super Bowl losing coach. Sorry, guys. Got to go. Well, I don't know. That, that, to me, that, that Notre Dame game is going to set the, set the stage. I mean, oh, I, 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 can, and I, I can say this. If, it's a, if they lose and it's a close game, there, yes, there are no moral victories in fucking sports, no moral victories in football, but it's a non-conference game. And if they can pull out a win between Wisconsin, Michigan State, and Penn State, somehow, all right, he, he's, go, he's going to buy himself good, good graces of a lot of Michigan fans till next year. But I'm going to tell you this right now. As a Michigan fan, this this constant losing to Michigan State and Ohio State, it's, it's, I'm over it. I don't want any more excuses. I mean, someone, someone from uh, uh, the, the Lansing paper asked him at a press conference about it. And the, 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 the rumor is, is that, you know, he gave a very curt answer. Now the guy did drag the question out and he was kind of a dick about it. But it was a legit question. He's like, you know, yeah, look at your record against Michigan State and Ohio State. And I can't remember exactly what Harbaugh said, but he gave a very curt to the point answer and was like, next. And then the rumor comes out that U of M was like, hey, your press credentials, go ahead and hand them back. You'll never again fucking cover us in Ann Arbor later. See ya. And if that's if that's the attitude there. That's not a winning attitude. That's not the attitude that winners have. That's a petty-ass attitude to have. Harbaugh <laughs> basically went, why bring in a bold shit? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> he's, he's, like, he's like Dave Chappelle and Black Bush. I called on you. I thought you were my black brother, man. Hey, speaking of old shit. Oh, that never gets old watching that. It never gets old. Oh, that guy with his hands on his head. <laughs> it never gets old. Uh, okay, so moving on to <laughs> what, what, what a few people have declared the best team in college football this season. They haven't even played it down, Michigan State. Wow, people Just, are saying that shit? Oh, yeah, there was an opinion piece on MLive that... Oh, uh, <laughs> If you're well, Michigan sourced, you're. I. I. Yeah. They they quoted people who are who are national that said they felt that Michigan State is the best team in college football. Michigan State is not the best team in college football. I. I am biased. I was trying to stay as walking down the middle of this road as I can. Stop pushing me to one side, Earl. <laughs> uh, no, it, I, I, that was an unbiased statement. I am a Michigan fan, but that was an unbiased statement. I'm not going to say Michigan's better. Or, 
Fucking Alabama is the best team in college football. Yeah, this is true. Bar none. Alabama is the best pro am team <laughs> yeah. in college football. Yeah. Alabama might right. be the best team in the NFL. <laughs> Alabama, if you took the cream of the crop of, of Nick Saban's Alabama teams, they could have beat the Browns last year handedly. Yeah. <laughs> That's just all there is to it, man. I'm not talking like, oh, pick a team from a season. I'm talking pick. All the players that he sent to the pros, put them on one team, have them play the Browns for last year. The Browns would have been 0-17. <laughs> However, that being said, once again, we have to look at times passing on. Players are moving on to the NFL. It, who's coming up? We don't know. Because last year was a total what the fuckings. Total. Well, isn't that the cycle, even with a very good team? Yeah. I mean, you, you, they, they get a window where they had one or two recruiting classes back-to-back that were four or five-star all-around recruiting classes. They develop them. That window opens up for, you know, two to three seasons if they're lucky. They go in, they, get, you know, they make a, run, a couple runs at national championship, and they kind of fall to the middle of the, the top 25 pack. And then, they, you know, it starts over again. You know, yeah, like that, that's like, you know, Florida, when they had Tebow, Newton, Aaron Hernandez, all of them had a great window and, and won some championships. And then uh, Auburn, when Newton was there, uh, Texas, when they had Vince Young, USC, when they had Matt Leinart and uh, Reggie Bush. Reggie Bush. Yeah. So <laughs> Pete Carroll and a bunch of boosters money. Right. And see, I'm going to Seattle. Oh, we got caught. What? I can't hear you. I'm on a plane to <laughs> Seattle. The plane Marty. engine. There's turbulence. I don't know. It's crazy. Marty, Marty Cash in that NFL. The check says NFL on that shit. But, no, oh, yeah. So, okay. So, so well, I mean, okay. we got to be careful on the changing because, like I said, there is no, I mean, you could go and look at who recruited and what they recruited. But you don't know how they're going to fit in a scheme. You don't know the game plan. You just got to wait because we're at that year that you just got to wait and see. Because the last four in that playoff, whatever the fuck you want to call that bullshit, last year, get the fuck out of here. Well, I mean, not to not to, to veer too far off, but Harbaugh took a lot of heat for saying that they should expand the college playoffs. And I agree with them. I just don't agree that it should be 16 teams. I think it should be eight teams. You got five from the power, one one team from each power five conference, an at-large team, or an independent team, and then two teams at-large. If I don't care what conference you're in, you finish un, undefeated, welcome to the big show. Let's see how you play against the big Yes, boys. I totally agree. USF should have been there. Exactly. 110%. To me, that... that you have, from the Power Five conferences, you have representatives. From the independents, you have representatives. And you have the two best teams, you know what I'm saying, record-wise, that they could get as, as quote-unquote wildcard teams. That's a, that's a win-win. That's, that's, I, I truly believe that's a license to print money for, for the NCAA. I mean, look at, look, we talked about it earlier this year. Look at the fucking money the uh, March Madness brings in. I mean, it is ridiculous. So you're that whole me, thing was wow. 
But that I was mean, that was reliving the Fab Five. It, it's it's a it's a it's a lot of people that don't want to change the sport too much because college college football is kind of like baseball. It's got a very long, very storied traditional history and all this shit. The problem is, I think that we're seeing a shift in society in the last decade, especially where tradition across the board isn't held as sacred as it was even a couple, you know, a couple decades ago. So I think eventually before too long, we'll, we will see a, you know, an 18 playoff. And I think that's good for college football, you know, and, and everybody knows I'm a crotchety old man who yells at clouds and tells kids to get off my lawn. I don't like change, but I think that would be a good change. The problem is getting the NCAA to do it because they like to shoot themselves in the foot constantly. But all right. So anyways, 2018 Spartan schedule starting off against the powerhouse, Utah State. <laughs> Win. <laughs> With an exclamation point. Then they go down to Sun Devil Stadium, Arizona State. Um, dude, the parties that weekend are going to be nuts. <laughs> yeah, it is a party school. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it, see, that's the thing. If they lose that game, Arizona State didn't beat them. The parties did. Yeah. <laughs> they partied a little too hard. It's it like Michigan the night before fucking Appalachian State. They're like, Appalachian State. Who gives a fuck? What, they fucking won? Oh, shit. Uh, you know? Oops. <laughs> so, yeah, that's to me, that's a win. Indiana, win. <laughs> win. Oh, this, these first four games are just, woof. You guys have a rough schedule. Central Michigan. The powerhouse. Oh. <laughs> the chips. Of, of the MAC Conference. <laughs> The Mac and Cheese Conference. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's a win. Uh, Northwestern, <laughs> win. 5-0. and oh. um, I think this is. there's only two teams that could give them a run for their money, but I think they're going to beat Penn State. That's their next game. Uh, Wolverines, we already covered that. 7-0. <laughs> Purdue, might as well say 8-0. Maryland, 8-0. 9-0. What, the Terrapins? Yeah, <laughs> you don't give the you don't give the Terrapins a shot. Come on now, it's it's in College Park. Yeah, okay. And then I think I think this is going to this is going to be their one loss of the season. I'll give it that. We'll go we'll go nine and one, and then we'll- only only because. And here's the thing, I don't think Ohio State because I think the fallout from this is going to be a clusterfuck. But I think what Ohio State's going to do is they're going to go, we're getting fucked over. We don't deserve this. The players now. That's what, that's what, this is the mindset of the players, I think, is what it's going to be. Fuck the sanctions. Fuck what happened to our head coach. Let's take it to our fucking rivals. Let's house Michigan and let's house State. Actually, you know what, though? They're in East Lansing. Nope, 10-0. Not, not agreeing with you here. Oh, you're going to pick Michigan. Okay, so then you got Nebraska. We're running the table. I'll say it. State's running the table. Looking at this schedule, they, they're running the table this year. Undefeated. You're calling it? Calling your shot. Yeah. Okay. Good luck. All right. Hey, 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 didn't the Supreme Court just make sports betting legal? <laughs> Who's got yes. the balls to hit the, the local sports book and put this up? <laughs> I said, I'm going to be in Vegas at the end of September. But damn yeah, it. but that's going to be too late, man. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, uh, we have internet exists. I'll find it. I'll bet on that shit. <laughs> okay. It's going to be like, I, it's, he's going to be like the old lady from uh, 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 the Great White Hype. $2 on the clean cut white boy. 
Like, I got a Tyler's on the green and white boys. What do you think, <laughs> Iceman? Ten and two. Bro, I already told you. You can't predict the college outcome. You have no idea. I know we're playing. Could you tell me? Could you tell me for, before the season started last season that they were going to have the season they did? For because the season before that they went, they lost everything but two. There's no way to call college football. If anybody said that the 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 final four in football was going to be what it was last year. I say if if you live in Alabama, you're pretty optimistic every year. You're optimistic, but you don't know. Up until this year, if you're an Ohio State fan, I excuse me. Two years ago, Michigan State went two and whatever. Okay, but hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. And that was an absolute fucking. That was a perfect storm of bullshit to happen to that team at that time. I'll just be honest. I mean, I. That's like once in a fucking lifetime type shit that happens to a to a team like that. Yeah, but before that they weren't what eight and eight. No, the year before that, no. Never was. The year before that, they were badass. The year before that, I think was the year that they missed the national championship game by like a play. No, not that year. What was your? We're talking about twenty fourteen. No, yeah, 2014, they were in talk for uh national championship, but they weren't, but they blew it at the end. Why do I feel like I'm only alone? <laughs> oh, there we go. No, it's not like you guys dropped off the line. Yeah, that's because you're talking about green and white. We don't care. Ah. <laughs> okay, so I, I just just for shits and giggles. I'll be watching a meaningful bowl game in January. I don't know about you guys. Uh-huh. I mean, I'll be watching one, but it won't have my team in it. Yeah. I'll be watching the same bowl game you're watching. <laughs> your team in it. <laughs> See, you can accuse me of a lot of things on this podcast, but being an, an unapologetic homer is not one of no, them. No, that's, okay. that's Earl's gig. <laughs> I, I don't lather up the butter. But uh, in in the in the in the Michigan maize and blue butter. But anyways, uh, oh yeah, oh the, here we go. Four hours ago, Lansing State Journal. Uh, greatness in sports is often easily overstated. I mean, just look at this headline, which by the way is this could be Michigan State's most prolific offense since ever. <coughs> so there you go. That's your that's a reaction. Ice man just clears his throat. <laughs> I'm just saying there's there's a lot of confidence in East Lansing. A lot of confidence. Two years ago, Michigan State was ranked 15. Oh, they drink a lot up there. Yeah, if we're talking about the two and are you talking about going into the season? No, two three years ago, 2017. Three, what are we in the future? <laughs> it's 2018, dude. 2017 was last year. Mm, okay. Jesus God. Uh, this is this is no this is painful to look at, man. I'm sitting here looking at I'm looking at Antonio's 2015. Record. They were 12 and two, seven one in the Big Ten. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I uh, I'm sitting here looking at at, at D'Antonio's record at, at state 100 and 100 wins, 45 losses, 682 win percentage. Uh, three wait a minute. Uh, Three division titles, 
three conference titles. Yeah. Yeah. 2010, 2013, 2015. They won the Big Ten. Yeah. Yeah. He has the resume. Michigan fans wish Harbaugh had. And going and looking at the bowl games, okay, uh, the first four years he was there, uh, whoops, he lost to Boston College, Georgia, Texas Tech, and Alabama. Then went on a tear in the next four years, won against Georgia, TCU, Stanford, and Baylor, lost against Alabama in the semifinals, and won the Holiday Bowl against Washington State. So, yeah, uh, <clears throat> fellow Michigan fans, you know what to do. Just, just call D'Antonio Daddy. Because that's who he is. Yeah, that's that's uh, bottom line. Yeah, but then you get to the 2016 season. They won the first two games and then lost to Wisconsin, Indiana, BYU. Spanked the shit out of them. Okay, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna channel my best, my best state fan. Why are you bringing up old shit? Yeah. <laughs> Northwestern beat them. Maryland beat them. Michigan beat them. Illinois beat them, and then they played Rutgers. And was like, that's it. We've had enough. <laughs> and beat Rutgers 49 nothing, And then Ohio State beat him and finished off. Got spanked real hard by Penn State. So times. what I'm telling you is the truth. You can't predict preseason college football because you don't know. You're going to have to see what they recruited, who they put where, what kind of scheme they're going to run. No, I understand that. But the point is... It's fun to fucking say, oh, this is what's going to happen. Because then, if it doesn't happen, we get to shit all over Chris for fucking saying they're going to run the table. <laughs> oh, I, I'm, I, I'm going to tell you right now I'm going to shit on Chris because that ain't going to happen. What? Well, you I, can't I, predict. You just said it. No. I, if, if, if we're doing this out of fun, I'm telling you, Michigan has the best shot. Well, Michigan what? has the table? No, oh. of, of winning, of winning the, the Big Ten championship. Because what, what, what? every other big-name player out of all the big schools all went into the NFL draft. That I know. And like I said previously, right Wait, here. University of Michigan is going to win the Big Ten championship. You think they have I a think. shot? I do. You know Ohio State, Penn State, and Michigan State are in their division, right? You do understand that Penn State had all of their players go to the NFL. Ohio State has people just bailing out, looking like space balls the movie. In and Wisconsin's in the other division, right? <laughs> Anyways, uh -huh. University of Michigan is the only big school there that hasn't had Man, that big what the fuck. I didn't think it could get bolder than me saying State could run the table. You think Michigan has a shot at winning the Big Ten? I do. What? I think this is his year. I really that. do. Can you get that Wichita weed and I see you in a couple weeks? Because <laughs> it's fairly good ass shit. It really is. Just we just talked out. about seven and five. Okay. Uh, wow. Let's just see how it starts, man. I'm telling okay. you. Okay, so to recap, Iceman said you can't predict. And <laughs> <laughs> he goes on to predict Michigan has the best shot of winning the Big Ten championship. You said this was fun, and I said, okay, let's have some fun then. Ladies and gentlemen, Sporgy is back. It is season, <laughs> and Sporgy is back. We are on brand today, folks. 
No, I'm just fucking with you, man. Of course it's all in fun. Dude, here's the thing. Most of the, you have to admit this, though. Most of the time, preseason rankings, yes, I know, oh, bullshit, blah, blah, blah. Most of those people in the top of those, the top 25 preseason rankings are still there at the end of the fucking season. You can tell I think- what teams are going to hang around and what teams are the bottom's going to drop out on. It is rare for there to be a, a oh. historical collapse like State had a few years ago. D'Antonio it- has like a 629 winning percentage. I think it's safe to say his team's going to be generally all right every season. People like Kirk Herbstreet, Mel Kuyper, and all of them, they see the prospects coming out of high school. They know who signed who. So they have the, the ability to sit and do what we're doing with knowledge to back it up and say this team should be ranked here, this team should be ranked here, this team got this blue chip player. You know, so they can do that. I, I personally haven't taken the time to figure out who went where. I just know for a fact that people are bailing out of Ohio State like it's a bonfire. Well, I mean, I will say this. And I've said it before, I maintain it. I, I don't think in my lifetime I've ever seen a college football head coach do more with less than Mark D'Antonio. Mark oh, D'Antonio's, I completely agree. Mark D'Antonio's recruiting classes are have been, since he's taken over as head coach of state, have been routinely laughed about here locally, and then they go on to win like they do. Yep. So uh, you take a team like Alabama, and yes, any Bama fans listening, I can't prove. I don't have concrete proof that they cheat. I just, uh, you know, I <laughs> if it walks like a duck, if it swims like a duck, if it quacks like a duck, it's most likely not a dog. Then getting paid okay. to play. But I mean, yes, of course, because look at Saban's record before Alabama. Remember, State had him at one point. State wasn't state. State isn't the booster powerhouse that Alabama is. State didn't win like Alabama did. Yeah, Nick Saban can coach the best college football players money can buy. But Mark D'Antonio will take a diamond in the rough and get a hundred percent of that motherfucker. And and that is what you want in the coach. Believe me. Oh God, believe me. He would this this. I, uh, He'd probably be the only coach in Michigan State history that if he jumped ship to Michigan, I would be, I would just be like, yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Rich would repay this house and not have to buy one drop of paint. <laughs> when did you spackle the ceiling? When I heard about Mark Antonio coming to U of M. <laughs> but no, man. I mean, you cannot. Put, he is real, and you can't fuck with real. The motherfucker is the, to me, probably the best all-around college football coach in the game right now. I, I, if he had the resources at his disposal, as someone like Saban did, holy shit. <laughs> then I would not laugh at any team he's on running the table. In fact, I'd put him up against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers right now and still pick his team. <laughs> 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 Captain Crab Legs and all. I don't give a shit. By himself. Oh, Christ. All right, so to stay in the football area, there was the Hall of Fame inductions. And as usual, 
I watched a little bit of the highlights of the speeches and stuff. Uh, Ray Lewis doing his best. Uh, uh, what is it? Um, what do they call them? Like the Creflo Dollar people, the prosperity gospel. Oh, doing his best televangelist. Uh, does he forget that we know he murdered a guy? Like he uh, allegedly. He never convicted. Ray Lewis definitely is a master of rewriting your headline. I'll tell you that one. Because 20 years ago, murderer. Now, you know, everyone thinks he's great. That's because he ran around his last season talking about, quoting the Bible, talking about no weapon formed against him shall prosper. I'll tell you what, I don't care if he killed 20 or 30,000 people. That motherfucker could play ball. He's killing them on the field. That's true. OJ, OJ may have cut his ex-wife head, uh, head off, but that, that motherfucker could run with a football. <laughs> yeah. It does not change that fact. I I'm mean, just saying. I, that's, how, that's how he got away. <laughs> Cutting through backyards like Ferris Bueller. Well, I mean, the, interest, the most interesting story coming out of the, the Hall of Fame inductions is Terrell Owens... Fucking T.O., man. Still being Terrell Owens. He's exactly. never going to change. <laughs> Speaking of on brand. I mean, from working out in a driveway while giving a press conference to crying, talking about this quarterback, to throwing Donovan McNabb under the bus, <laughs> to talking about he could come back and still dominate. He hasn't played a down in five years. To what? He tried out for the CFL, you said? Yeah, the Rough Riders. It worked out for him. You know what? That motherfucker was so big and strong. I I, I think he could still play. (laughs) He goes to Chattanooga and refuses to go to Canton and does his Hall of Fame induction speech in Chattanooga and references his haters and doubters. And all I can say is, man, you are in the football hall. Let it go. You're number two, man. Exactly. Let it go. In, In the stat book. If you just want to go by stats, it goes Jerry Rice, Rice, then you, Terrell Owens. I mean, dude, and that's it. There's there's two people at the top of that list, and you're one of them. It's okay. There's one in every sport, man. You you got LeBron in basketball. You got Teo in football. You got Crosby in hockey. There's one in every sport. Oh, but I don't know. See, but he's only going to be number two. For uh, uh, for a few more months, Larry Fitz is going to get him this year. Larry Fitz is at fifteen five forty five. To's at fifteen nine thirty four. So unless Larry Fitz gets hit by a bus or blows something out in the preseason, well, I mean, once again, though, I, would you be that salty? No, you're you're in the Hall of Fame, man. You're in the Hall of Fame. All right, you are one of the best to ever fucking play football, let alone at your position, you know? I mean, and and look at look look at who he played with yeah, no early in his career. Jeff fucking Garcia. It's not like he had Peyton Manning and fucking Tom Brady throwing to him. It's true. It's not like he was it's not like he was on a Lions team that had no running game, so it was just Stafford to Megatron, Stafford to Megatron, Stafford to Megatron, because that's all you could do. It was Jeff fucking Garcia. <laughs> so I, it's, I mean, I don't understand it. I understand using feeling slighted as motivation in sports. I really do. And apparently, 
Michael Jordan is one of the most insufferably competitive cocksuckers to ever fucking play a, a professional sport. Everything's a competition. Like, I mean, he's like Turk in Scrubs, and he's like, we're going we're gonna to play steak. And yeah. <laughs> and the point of steak is to see who can eat their steak the fastest. You yep. know? I mean, it's like everything's a competition to him. I get that, and some guys need that kind of that, that that chip on their shoulder to fuel them. But at a certain point, you gotta let it the fuck go, man. I mean, if I was if I was his friend, I'd be like, dude, look around and take a just. Who the fuck are? Do you realize who you are? Yeah. You know, I mean, George Foreman walked around and was at one point one of the most hated people in sports until George Foreman t- took a look around and said, "Wait a minute, I'm George fucking Foreman. I'm yeah. one of the baddest motherfuckers on this planet." Yep. I'm going to start selling grills and, and, and sing country songs with George Jones and make more money than I ever made in that boxing ring. And everybody's going to love me. And they do. Everybody loves George Foreman. I still wouldn't want to piss that big motherfucker off, though. No. It might take him an hour to swing at me, but if he connects, my head's going to be missing. So. <laughs> that, that, yeah, he's a slow motherfucker compared to a lot of guys, but if he connects, it's night-night. I mean, seriously. So I don't understand, T.O. Just fucking rebrand yourself. He had a perfect opportunity to get up there and say, you know what? All the bullshit, all the showmanship, all the I love me some me. I've made it to the to the pinnacle of fucking pro football for, as for, as a as an overall as a career. You know, there's no higher honor than the Pro Football Hall of Fame. So I can let all that shit go. You know, Donovan, if you got my number, hit me up. We'll go out for drinks, whatever. You know, Tony Romo, whatever. Jerry Jones, whatever. Let it all go. And he just didn't. He got there, and he was just petty as fuck, man. Like I said, brother, one in every sport. That ain't ever going to change. I mean, even... even, I I have 102 episodes of my well-documented hate for Sidney Crosby. Even he's let that chip slide a little bit off his shoulder. Or he's at least learned not to voice it himself and let others pick up that chip and, and, and carry that bucket of water for him. Like, it's, it's like, it's like T.O. has no one in his camp going... Dude, just dial it down. Just dial it down and smile every once in a while, and you'll be fucking loved. He doesn't doesn't have a dude maintain guy in his camp. Well, look at, okay, I mean, if you look at all his celebrations, all the shit he did, going to the middle of the star and posing in Dallas, the the Sharpie, the pom-poms, the popcorn, he really didn't do anything that more or much more outrageous than, than than Chad Johnson did. And I know a lot of people who had no problem and were, in fact, amused by Chad Johnson who hated T.O. when he did the exact same shit, and it's because of his attitude. Ironically enough, Ocho Cinco on the sideline, do you remember he put on the gold coat that said future Hall of Famer? Yeah. <laughs> it said 2,000 question mark, question mark, yeah. Yeah. And and, and I, that's still one of the... the the best moments of any hard knocks ever is when he gets cut, and it, you you're watching the end of his career right there. Yep. And like you can see it sink in, like oh shit, you know the, the uh, there might not be any coming back from this. The reality of the situation sank in in his face. I mean, and that's because honestly, 
I like Chad Johnson. I didn't mind this. I didn't mind the celebrations because I didn't feel like they were. He was celebrating because he was out there having fun. It's like it's like when Mickey does a fucking cup check on a guy at first base, or you know, flips his hat off or something. He's not doing it because he's being an asshole. He's doing it because he's out there and he's fucking enjoying playing the game. Right. There's there's a difference between flipping a bat, staring a pitcher down, and showing him up, and celebrating because you hit a walk off home run. You know. Learn how to bat flip, Batista, bastard. <laughs> <laughs> No, but I'll tell you what. Don't go dance on the fucking Dallas Star. Ask Emmett. <laughs> oh, I mean, now that that that's just because that's just because it was the forty nine. He was on the forty niners, and he was like, "Fuck Dallas." That's why it was so weird when it was like, "God, it's weird seeing T.O. in a Dallas uniform." Yeah, but he went and stood on the Dallas Star to celebrate. Looked up, <laughs> fucking Emmett Smith came in and went. <laughs> Blew his ass right off that star. Took it, just stared at the sideline like anybody else want to come stand on my star. <laughs> you know how football is, man. College football, you know, planting your flag in the in the opposing team's field after a win. I'm the oh, <laughs> you know that will yeah that will start some shit. If Ohio State hadn't made it back to their dressing room, all hell would have broke loose. <laughs> <laughs> Baker Mayfield so would not be on a Cleveland Brown right now. No. <laughs> Being a stretcher going, I can't feel my legs. Oh, but the, oh, the other the the other strange thing that I took away from the Hall of Fame induction. This is the weirdest pairing of athletes to pa- apparently be friends. Michael Phelps and Ray Lewis. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> like he Yeah. Like can you those two hang out? <laughs> this, it's like when... This, got gods, man. What do you mean? This, it's, dude, they, it's got to be weed-based. They got to smoke weed you, together. got the ganja. <laughs> well, it's like when I heard that... Uh, 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 oh, shit. Oh, I can't remember the rapper, but he was like... like He was one of those rappers that he had a legit, like, legal history. And he hangs out with John Mayer. I was like, What? John Mayer? John Mayer ain't hood. Ain't nothing hood about John Mayer's as hood as tennis lessons. <laughs> I mean, in, in, in the list of things that are not hood, it's tennis lessons, John Mayer, yachting. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just like, what the fuck? We need to turn this into, like, an episode of Around the Horn and somebody hit the mute button on Rich. (laughs) (laughs) There's no talking. No talking. (laughs) It's tennis lessons. I would feel that. That is so stolen. (laughs) Holy shit. Oh man! I don't know. It's just it's it's it was very strange. And like, like he's in the audience, just nodding along, and Ray Lewis up there doing his his televangelist thing, and and I'm just like, is am I having an acid flashback? What the fuck are these two? Is, uh, I was waiting for the odd couple theme to start playing. It just <laughs> didn't make any sense. <laughs> And then I did well. Actually, yeah, I did kind of in the back of my head. I'm like, eh, is it a weed based friendship? Like, oh, it so is. 
Has to be. Like, you know, like, he's hitting up on and Michael Phelps in a text, like, I need that fire, dog. You got, like, a quarter pound for me? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what the fuck? Dude, all I know is it if if Ray Lewis is full of shit and he's not all Christian and shit like he was trying to claim and he still smokes weed, I want to smoke weed with Ray Lewis. That's that's the that's like the home I, entertainment center see, for the night. I don't see. I don't want to. Uh-huh. He seems like an intense dude. He seemed like he'd be the kind of guy who'd be like, "Dude, shut up! I'm trying to be high, Ray Lewis." <sighs> So rather, would you rather smoke weed with Ray Lewis or James Harrison? Oh, 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 shit! Oh, me, neither. <laughs> I love Ray that. Lewis. They can smoke It'll weed. Hurt less. They can smoke weed together. I'll leave the weed for them, and they can smoke together. <laughs> hey guys, just want to say I brought you a tray of weed. You guys enjoy. Have a good one. I'm out later. Yeah. <laughs> really enjoyed watching you guys during your career. Peace. Yeah. Okay, but I flip that around. Who would you rather be hit by? Neither. Again, neither. Yeah, that's not an option. You got to get hit by one of them. I saw Joey S- Harrington. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> I saw sports science where it said Ray Lewis is harder than a police battering ram. So, <laughs> so neither. It'd be like that video where that guy's like, he's got on all the football pads and they're like laying down. That I sent you guys a couple months ago, and he gets he gets up, he runs at the guy, and the guy has no pads, and he just fucking levels the dude. Like the dude's like damn near snoring because he's out on the ground. He's like, yeah. "Told you, he didn't want none of this." <laughs> it's, it's, dude, I wouldn't survive. Yeah, either one. I choose uh, yeah. either one. It's death for me. Same. Really? You think I'm surviving? <laughs> I, I think I, this ends in a hospital stay for all three of us. This is this is how I think it goes. I think Earl probably has the best chance just based on size. Yeah, and he's and he's played football. He probably knows how to take a hit better than both of us. Then it goes you, and no. then there's instant death for what me. What do you mean? I want to like <laughs> fold in half. What are you talking about, dude? I've met Chris, and I can tell you right now, he's the guy. There would be like unnecessary roughness hiding behind the ref. Blow the whistle! Blow the whistle! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He ain't hitting me. No. <laughs> Be running up the uprights and shit. Like, uh-uh. No. Be looking like half-baked and scratching off the dates. No. Bad. <laughs> devil. No. Six, six, six. Yeah. Evil. Yeah. Devil. <laughs> oh, Christ. Uh, uh, but okay, so to, to to kind of a serious note, obviously none of us watched the, the live presentation. I mean, we talk, you know, earlier in the year we always talk about, you know, who's nominated, who's going to go in when they pick them. We talk about their picks. Is the Hall of Fame just like? Is it really one of those things like? It's just man, eh, whatever. I mean, unless you I, had tickets to go or something, like, and you're sitting in the crowd in, in Canton. Yeah, it's. I mean, it it's. Just to know who went in is fine. I don't need to hear their speech. I watched them. You know what I mean? But uh, I feel that maybe the NFL Hall of Fame is kind of like the WWF or E or whatever the fuck, that Hall of Fame. If you were there, you took part, and people knew you for a while, you're getting in. 
Yeah, that was one of Todd's criticisms about the football hall of fame. He's like, I feel like anybody gets in. Yeah, they seem like a little loose with the NFL. Everybody. But too, and then you know, like, I don't need to see your banquet. You know, I'm with the Iceman. You know, I need to, let me know who's in, and that's cool. You know, I don't need to see your end of the year awards or whatever. Right, because when they said that Randy Moss was getting in, I was like, well, fucking duh. From Jump Street, everybody called that kid a freak. Randy Moss. And he was. Yeah. He was a freak of fucking nature, man. He could he could catch anything anywhere from anybody. Yeah, I mean... He did Darrell it on Reeves. Oakland. He did it in Minnesota. He did it in fuck it with Brady. Dude, Darrell Rivas said flat out, hardest person he ever had to cover was Randy Moss. End of story. That cat would go over the middle. He would he would run straight out. He flagpoles. It didn't matter. So yeah, but I mean, like Barry Sanders never won a big game, but you couldn't stop that little fucker if you tried. Well, see, that's that's another thing that, that I, I kind of want to talk about with the way the, the the nature of football is changing with players retiring earlier due to health concerns and stuff. Are we going to have to amend our expectations for their numbers? Because players that, you know, are going to play a decade plus that are superstars, that seems to be slowly dying off. Unless it's like a, a position like quarterback, kicker, obviously, you know what I'm saying? Like the running backs, wide receivers, defensive line, you know, it, it just it just seems like careers are getting shorter and shorter. And so these numbers are going to look gaudy at one point. It's well, kind of like the reverse of the dead ball era with baseball. Here, here's the, here's the other thing, Rich. I'm not I'm not going to give him the scapegoat of CTE and and injury. It's not it's not just that, and probably not even mostly that. Mostly, I think what it is is this guaranteed money bullshit. You know, back in the day when when Barry Sanders got his his big debut in '90, he wasn't making millions upon millions upon millions. You know, fucking Kirk Cousins in whatever year he's in right now went to Minnesota and guaranteed eighty million goddamn dollars in contract. I don't think you realize how good Minnesota's. Like I, I was, sorry, I'm derailing conversation. We get into that later. But dude, I think Cousins gonna be worth every penny. The receiving core in Minnesota made fucking Case Keenum look like a fucking superstar. Right, but do you see what I'm saying, Rich? I, I think the the players are getting paid a hell of a lot more money, a hell of a lot quicker, and now it's guaranteed. No matter if you play, you don't play, you hurt, you're not hurt, don't matter. You're paid. But see that I think that's that's because that's this is ah, this is a response, kind of like the market correcting itself for the fact that. In the NFL, unless you're a superstar and you have a guaranteed money contract, at any point you could be cut and they don't have to pay you a dime one on the rest of your contract. Mm-hmm. At any point. And I mean, if you look at the way contracts are going in football, one, players are retiring younger and younger, which tells me that they're, they're like, I need to maximize my, my money-making ability even more so then I, 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 I can't plan on a 10-year career. And to be honest with you, if I was a professional football player, 
I wouldn't plan on playing past the next game. I would. You can't take that for granted. I mean, I, I, even a fucking kicker. Ask Grammatica about celebrating and blowing his knee out, fucking <laughs> his whole career up. You know. I mean, even Pollock, same thing. How you doing? Yeah, I mean, and then then you you could just be an asshole and fuck your career up. Vanderjack, looking at him. I mean, so I think that is factoring in. I think I think the guaranteed money is the is the player's response to well, if you're going to cut me at any point, you want me to play for you, you're going to have to give me some guaranteed cash. Period. And I mean, I understand that it, that's not necessarily good for teams, but let's be honest. I don't think anybody should be singing the blues for any fucking NFL team as far as the, the revenue they rake in. No, no. And here's the thing. Like, to hammer home my point, the 85 Bears, by my definition, by, by my opinion only, maybe, is the best defense I've ever seen. I, I love the Bucks defense. I, I love the fucking Baltimore defense. But that 85 Bears team... Holy shit. Holy shit. And those guys played because they weren't guaranteed money. They loved to play the game. And they played long. And they played hard. Okay? Now, even if they love the game, they're guaranteed money. They're not going to go out there and get hurt. They're not going to go until they get, you know so many concussions and brain damage that they can't enjoy the money. So that's why you see people five to ten years and then out. But, well, I mean, it, it, look, I think it's from a just purely pragmatic viewpoint, I think it's a very intelligent way to look at it. Go in, make your money, get out without doing as much, with doing as little da- permanent damage to your body as you can. Yeah. Make hay while the sun shines. I mean, because to be honest with you, hockey players, they play fucking forever. I mean, you you see a guy like Chris Chelios, Gretzky. I'm talking guys that have been retired now for, you know, decade plus. Lemieux. They're in great shape still. I mean, it's very rare you see a fucking fat old hockey player. Like, it just, for whatever reason... Because of the nature of that sport, they're in tip-top shape, and they tend to stay that way. Football is a game of attrition. It's most guys' careers end not because of declining skill. It's because they can't physically go out and play anymore because their body is just so broken down. I mean, and to me, if that's the risk you got to strike a balance between minimizing that risk and maximizing your earning potential. Uh, Rich, I hear you, and what you say makes sense. I just don't agree with it. Well, I mean, like I said, it's strictly a pragmatic point of view. It's not taking into account I'm playing for the love of the game. It's not taking into account that I love the city that drafted me and the team that drafted me, and I want to make sure that they get a championship, and I'm going to do everything I can. Like I said, being strictly pragmatic about it. No, I'm with you. I just, uh, it's a change in every sense of the word uh, for uh, every sport. Michael Jordan, right? I'll go. That's my go. The Michael Jordan of Michael Jordans? He played 82 games most of his career. And I highly doubt, I'm not going to go and say this is fact because I didn't do a whole bunch of research, but I highly doubt he got paid what top players are being paid today. 
and he's the fucking goat. He you know, learned how to he learned how to take care of himself, put the work in, maintain his body, make sure that it wasn't going to get injured, go train, go work out, make sure that everything was intact so he could play 82 games in the regular season and then the playoffs and the finals. Skip a season I, he knew he was going to lose a title. I feel like <laughs> made sure to like do that. that. I feel like Michael Jordan's basketball career was there simply to prop up his endorsement career. <laughs> like when it comes to money, I'm not talking. I'm not talking about his playing ability. I'm not talking about what he did on the court. I'm talking about he was like, eh. So what if I'm not like the best, the highest paid basketball player ever? Because I'm going to own 50% of Nike or whatever the fuck. I mean, the man made more money off the court than he ever did on the court. And he was really the first, going back, he's the first athlete I remember to where it was like, damn, that motherfucker. Dude, he hasn't played in decade, over a decade, and people still beat the shit out of each other over his shoes. Mm-hmm. Oh, did you hear they're releasing the new Jordans? It, it's going to, think of, think of it this way. At one point... 25, 30 years from now, fuck that, 50 years from now, there's going to be kids talking about, did you get the new Jordans who have no idea about Michael Jordan's position in basketball history? (laughs) It's going to be like, did you get the new Chuck Taylors, and we don't know who the fuck Chuck Taylor was. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be like that, man. So, I mean, dude is like, he's on another planet, and that's, like a guy like LeBron, he obviously learned that lesson. But what? He gets drafted, boom, signs a $100 million contract with Nike. He wasn't stupid. Say what you want about him, but that's, that's a smart fucking business move, period. Because he could go out and he could have had a, 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 a catastrophic injury that ended his career. Or he could have just went out and been Greg Oden part two. And, you know, like all this hype and nothing. And that, that would have been hilarious, but that's beside the point. <laughs> I almost feel like the NBA wouldn't let him fail. Like even if he was a shit player, they'd have changed all the rules so he could like he could like go to the free throw line and shoot like granny style and shit. <laughs> like man, we've we've invested too much into you before we even fucking sent you through the draft, dude. You got to be the savior here. <laughs> Kobe's going to retire. Melo ain't shit. Dwayne Wade ain't shit, and Shaq's old as fuck. His knees are gone, so we need somebody to come in here. <laughs> Didn't see Steph Curry coming out of nowhere. Oh shit! But that's but no, that's another thing. Like if you look at ba- baseball and the contracts and how baseball contracts are going, they're bringing baseball players up from the minors at a later and later age. It's rare to see these like. 18, 19, 20-year-old guys be an everyday player on the team. There's not a lot of Mike Trouts out there. Like, you're starting you're starting to see, like, 25, 26-year-old guys come up. And if you talk to people, 30 is pretty much like the dividing line of, no, that's, where, that's your peak. And after 30, you start going downhill. So that gives them what? A five six year window, and they're still playing. And they, they could they could possibly still be playing on a bullshit fucking rookie contract. So if they have a breakout season like an Aaron Judge type season last year, that next contract he better get as much as he fucking can because there's no guarantee that, that teams are going to want him. Especially <clears throat> now that they've done a lot to get 
if you doubt that they've done a lot to get PEDs out of baseball, or look at the declining in the, the decline in older power hitters. Think about this: Sammy Sosa, Mark McGuire, Barry Bonds were having career years at the exact same age as Miguel Cabrera is right now. And Miguel Cabrera is, tr- is quickly turning into Singlio Ordonez. You know, every once in a while he'll find the gap and he'll rumble his big fucking ass around the second base. But he ain't out, he ain't out there hitting 30, 40 home runs a year. Now think about that. 20 years ago, though, guys his age were having career years. I mean, they've taken performance enhancing drugs out and it's changed the entire shape of the game to where we're sitting here with the what 34 year old Maglio Ordonez talking about it's one of the worst contracts in baseball I mean uh uh Miguel Cabrera Miguel Cabrera thank you sorry not Maglio Ordonez Maglio we time travel (laughs) (laughs) but well that's what I'm saying he's kind of turned into Maglio Ordonez hitting singles okay well dude you're not paying you 30 million plus a year to hit singles, you know. Send back to Miami, be close to his mistress. But once again, who's taking that money? Yeah, who's paying for him? Yeah, I know, right? Uh, yeah, he was, he was the original Blake Griffin. <laughs> that, pussy, that pussy's gonna cost me how much? Shit. But, anyways, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's just, I mean, if you look at the way contracts are in baseball and the, and the, the clubs are using it to their advantage. Hey, look, we're not going to give you a huge long-term contract if you're 30 years old because the odds are you're going to not be worth it. But if, like Todd said, we can, they can get young players who've been in the minors, who, haven't, who weren't brought up until they were in their early 20s, maybe even approaching mid-20s, that's when the clock starts, and that's, they have X amount of years where they're under team control, and that's what teams want to do. Football isn't like that. Football is very much like you get drafted and then that's it. There is no minor leagues. Right. I you're don't know, man. Go, you're going to go play in the CFL and then work your way up to the Patriots starting lineup. Well, if you're Kurt Warner. Or, you know, the SEC. Uh, just every every now and again, you get, I'm looking at the Hall of Fame list, you get just some of these players that are just, wow. Brian Dawkins also went in. That's another motherfucker I don't want to get hit by. Ever. I don't want to get hit by any of these guys, man. No, I don't want to get hit by the kicker. What do you mean? <laughs> I, am, I am 40, and I am old, and I am fat, and I am out of shape. I have to take pills so my heart doesn't stop, okay? Yeah. Or, or or explode. Dude, One don't get The water boy might be a challenge for, you know, <laughs> m- at least two of us. Yeah, I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to live that life. I ain't about that life. <laughs> no, I, I'm not either. But I'm just saying what these the people coach know. might take me out. Yeah, I'll talk shit about Harbaugh as long as he ain't standing in front of me. Yeah, if he starts pulling his shirt off and walking towards me with a stern look on his I mean, face, oh, I'm shit. like, yeah, I, and I'm fat. I can't even run away. Yeah. I'm just well, here. Here's the thing: you, you guys are making it to you guys, but have you ever seen Brian Dawkins hit somebody? Yeah. <laughs> who was supposed to? Who, get, who yeah, actually got to, paid? He used to, to be on every hit? Sunday. <laughs> no, I'm saying who actually got paid to take the hits from him? Yeah, there was there was plenty of guys that got up and started walking to the wrong sidelines. They didn't know where the fuck <laughs> <Yeah>. they were. <laughs> that motherfucker could tattoo people, man. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. It's it's. Uh, yeah. 
It's like I said. I, I think I mentioned. I can't remember if I mentioned it on the air, and or in the, I think I did. I mentioned it while we were recording. But you know, the the people protesting for whatever reason, and the people that are like football's too violent. Like out of all the reasons that people are protesting, that's the one I'm like. Then turn it the fuck off. Yeah. That's like saying I I don't like hockey because the ice is white. What? Then don't watch fucking hockey. But dude, that's like saying that Marilyn Manson's influence in your kids, his music's terrible, and you can't stand him. But you have every album he has. I, I, yeah. I mean, and I, and and just as a quick aside, it, these protests. What's the over under before the, all these people fucking? They're like, I'm protesting football. That shit stops. Like, I, do you think it's going to affect ratings even more so than they've already been affected? No, I don't think that's going to affect it anymore. I mean, I, okay, when did this Colin Kaepernick kneeling shit start? What was it, two seasons ago? Three seasons ago? Something like that. I, I think pretty much everybody who's done with football because of the whole rigmarole around that have been done with football. You get what I'm saying? Like, it's not like they've, they're not coming back. If they still don't watch football because they were that outraged that he kneeled or that he wasn't allowed to kneel or that he's been blacklisted, whatever the fuck reason, they're just gone. They're not coming back. So I just, like, I don't know. It was, it was, it was a very interesting uh, piece on NPR about, one of their hosts is like, I'm a huge football fan. I, you know, I went to U of M. I'm from Detroit. I'm a Lions fan, but I will not be watching any NFL games whatsoever because, you know, and then he laid out his reasons and it was like, I'm just going, okay, great, wonderful. But the last at the bottom of his list of reasons was because it's too violent of a game. And I'm going, you knew what the, Motherfucker, you know where you bought that shirt? It's football. Yeah. It's like if I, if you, you, if you watch, I just don't get it. I don't understand it. If it, violence is built into the game. If the game is too violent for you now, and you've been a fan all your life, and you're in your fifties, you're telling me when it was the wild west on quarterbacks, when you could fucking clothesline one, thirty just years tee ago, off on somebody. Yeah, that that wasn't too violent for you. So did the game change, or did you just become a fucking pussy? Pretty much. Yeah. Because we were taught, put your face mask between the fucking numbers and drive. Now you do that, it's a penalty. Leading with the helmet. Yeah, that's and that's the other thing. It's going to be very interesting to see how these fucking new rules play out. Because apparently uh, uh, diving headfirst is going to be treated like a quarterback sliding feet first. Well, what the fuck is going to happen on goal line plays? I mean, what are, you, what are you supposed to do? How are you supposed to get in the goal line? You dive head first, someone makes contact with you, that's a penalty? Honestly, Rich, I don't think... Um, no, that's not the way to say it. I'm going to tell you how this is going to go. What is eventually going to end up happening if they continue on this path with CTE and too violent and toxic masculinity what's going to end up happening is big people are not going to be able to play football and what i mean by big people is centers linemen defensive linemen 
they're not going to be able to play because it's what's going to end up happening is they're going to go to a seven on seven and it's going to be all running back and receivers. <laughs> so in other words, <laughs> if you're anywhere near the size of Vince Wilfork, you're done. You yeah, you're done. You're through. Nate Newton bench 700 pounds. Good. Go be a weightlifter because you can't play ball anymore. What about that eighth grader that they just, you know, they've offered like nine college scholarships to kids like 300 pounds or some shit. He, nope. No more? Well, no, I mean, if, if you're not going to be a receiver and or a running back, you're not playing. And then it'll eventually get to that plus go to flag football. Chop the L. <laughs> Frank Adam George Football League. Yeah, I I, I, I don't know. I, I hear, like I said, I, I listened to this piece from a gentleman uh, who does a show out of Detroit for NPR here. And... Listen to his reasons for, like I said, protesting. And when it got to the part about how physical the game is, you know, he he had a caller call in because he had been saying, well, we need to start teaching kids how to tackle properly from a young age. And this caller called in and goes, look, man, I'm 23 and I played, you know, peewee football. I played, you know, high school ball. I played college ball. I didn't play it like a division one or whatever the fuck. But he did play college ball. He goes, they always taught me to tackle correctly. The problem is you got guys who disregard that and want to go for the big fucking hit. That's when shit starts happening. So you can't blame that on the game. That's an individual problem. That's people not listening to the way they were tr they were taught to play the game. Ronte Perfect looking at you. You know, so it's like, well, if that's the case, what do you, how do you solve that? You know, and basically this guy who claimed to be a football fan, his answer was... You know, maybe we need to get rid of football, wow. or it needs it needs to evolve into something completely new. Well, with the way society's changed and, and the way I the rules get it. have changed, you don't like football, right? And everything, the, the whole game, the dynamic of the game has changed. When I grew up, I watched videos called KTFO. You got knocked the fuck out. <laughs> You got and jacked up. <laughs> seriously. And just watch people get railroaded, you know, to a point where they catch the ball, they go one way, and they don't see somebody coming the other way. And then, like, their body twists in three different spots. And you're like, oh, bet you that hurt. You know, but nowadays, everybody wants to see. Because back then, dude, seriously, think about it. Late 80s, early 90s to mid 90s, you didn't really have a whole bunch of quarterbacks and running backs that could do a lot. You could maybe name two or three tops. And today, coming up on this season right now, I can name so many quarterbacks, so many running backs that people are looking forward to seeing. Receivers that, that you could go downtown 50, 60 yards and make a connection. And now that's what everybody wants to see because all the quarterbacks can do it. Back then, you, they didn't. It had to be a mix. You had to have a running game. You had to have a passing game. You had to be able to mix it up, keep the defense confused. Because if not, you were going to end up on my fucking video next week. <laughs> I'm just thinking about, like, all the Don Cherry Rock'em Sock'em. I'm telling you. Like, hockey VHS tapes that we used to, like, pass around like a party joint. Right, when we sat there and watched Bruce Brothers. And it's like those things, I, I don't even think they exist anymore. They don't because of the way the game has changed. The rules, the no two-line pass, you know, the 
automatic icing, all of that shit. Well, I mean, I said this last year watching the playoffs and the regular season. Any open ice hit, no matter how clean, and all of a sudden everybody wants to get into a brawl. And I'm like, no, keep your fucking head up. That's your that's your player's fault. You don't go through the middle with your head down. Period. End of story. Why 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 does there need to be a fucking brawl? And you know, bunch of bullshit nonsense. And oh, we're gonna this might get a suspension. And no, you had your head down. Okay. At a certain point, it is on the player playing the game to make sure they're playing it the right way. Getting a hit, you know, a, hit, a clean hip check open in center ice is not a dirty play. But it's gotten to the point where if they, if a player gets hit like that, everybody takes exception to it. Whereas before, he would get up, he'd have his bell rung, and his teammates would be like, "I bet you don't come through this, the middle with your fucking head down again." Guarantee. Right, work on your fucking stick, stick handling and know where the fuck the puck is. Exactly. I mean, I, I. But I mean, that's every game back back in 1990 with the Detroit Bad Boys. You didn't watch it for three point shooting. You watched it for Bill Lambert to go up and get a ball and come down and throw some elbows at some people's heads. <laughs> that was an angry white boy. It really was. See, it really, really, really was. But I mean, that type of shit. Dude. I think Rick Mahorn wasn't doing that shit either. Or Dennis Rodman, for that matter. That's how he made his living. But uh, before he and, went insane. But even with Mike, dude, Michael Jordan, you watched it to see how he could avoid all the fucking elbows and shit that we're going to throw at him. And today. You just watch to see who can hit the most threes. It's just the way the games change, man. I mean, I guess, and we this is a this is a very well worn fucking topic on this show, but I guess if a game if if games evolve organically, even if I don't like really, I'm not a big fan of the the, the direction it's heading. I, I it's easier for me to accept that than these engineered to evolve a certain way type shit. That like the NHL's done, that football. I don't see any other way for football to continue to exist unless they do engineer change and build it into the game. I just, I just don't, unfortunately. Well, I they've mean, already way started on that. Well, you know, one of my coworkers plays rugby. And I mean, you know, it, it's women's rugby. By the way, she's a pretty big chick. And I mean, like they're out there knocking motherfuckers unconscious. Teeth, yep. breaking noses, and she's like, "Oh, we ain't shit compared to Australian rules football." Now, notice no one goes after rugby and Australian rules football. Why? Because they're so fucking far under the radar. The NFL is just the biggest one on the block. Yeah, so they're not the paid professionals. <laughs> well, no, you know, you you, you know you you start like going to like the was it New, New Zealand All Blacks or whatever it is and shit like that. Those guys are those guys are paid professional players. And they play rugby, but the problem is, who the fuck watches rugby? More people watch more people watch soccer than they watch worldwide than they watch football, and more people watch football worldwide than they watch rugby or Australian rules football. I, I actually watch that shit because that reminds me of the old NFL. Because <laughs> <laughs> she's right, dude. The motherfuckers tear people apart. It's called a scrum, dude. Seriously. No, it's I, called a scrum. 
<laughs> she showed me she showed me a video of this this chick who just for whatever reason her head was not in the play. <laughs> and she threw a block on this chick and this chick was was parallel to the ground but about four feet off it flying through the air for a good second and a half and I was like, Oh shit. That's what I'm telling you, dude. Like that bitch looked like the old George Reeves Superman when he jumps out a window and he's on a board and he's flying through the air. <laughs> when when they have to put the ball down and snap it through the legs and get her and get the huddle around it, that is called a scrum. Oh yeah. <laughs> I was thinking Patrice O'Neill. Get his socks. <laughs> get his socks. I'm gonna tie him to my helmet. Like, oh, that's the motherfuckers would be tying paralyzed motherfuckers' socks to their helmet. They're killers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's what you get, lady, for letting your your kid out here with killers. That's what you get. <laughs> Looking like a Vander Holyfield and uh unnecessary roughness. Damn. Hey boss, I take a swallow of a finger. <laughs> oh Christ. All right, well, anything else? Uh Brian Erlachter, Hall of Famer. <laughs> Yes. Because. Yeah, I would say so. If we're going by the standards of the NFL Hall of Fame, yeah, definitely. <laughs> by your standards. Uh, he has a Super Bowl appearance. He does. He was He defined his position. He did? For his yeah, for his career at one point it was Brian Erlacher and everybody else. So I mean that's he's got the stats, he's got the 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 notoriety he he went to a Super Bowl. Yeah, you can't win a Super Bowl by yourself, but I mean, you know, I just put it this way. I didn't want to play him. I didn't want, I, I wasn't happy when it was like, oh, Tampa Bay plays the Bears and Erlacher's in. Wonderful, great. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Yay. What with what? Uh uh Ray Lewis and and and, and the Ravens weren't available? What we can't play <laughs> We can't play them, an offense that can't put up 12 hey, fucking news. points in an NFC championship game. Good news. Brian Urlacher got tra- traded to the Ravens for one day for this game. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and him and Ray Lewis have already killed four people. Yeah. <laughs> and been seen smoking weed with Michael Phelps. <laughs> But no, I yeah, I, yeah, and I, going by, he was a very high high profile player, and yeah, I I would say he's a Hall of Famer. Why are, are you no because he's on the Toilet Bowl team? No, unfortunately, I, I have to agree. He he defined his position. He's one of those people that when he's well, here's the thing. Also, is you know he played under. Uh, Mike Singletary. So, eh. Mike Singletary was, <laughs> like I said, feeding them babies on the sideline. <laughs> Here, yeah. rip its head off and suck its stem cells through its spine. There you go. Now go out there and kill them. I, for, for me, seriously, Mike Singletary is my Jordan. That guy was just, you looked at him and it was like Medusa, dude. He fucking strike the fear of God in you before he ever moved. I mean, no, he was like the worst coach ever. He was, but still, dude, seriously? I, 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 feel, like Mike, 
feel like Mike Singletary is one of those NFL players. They kept in a cage, and they just had a big stick, and they would throw <laughs> raw meat at him, and they'd poke him and Seriously. get him pissed off. And then they'd let him loose during you know the game, and he'd be oh, 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 and they're like, oh, shit. Did, did we feed him? Because if not, somebody's getting bit. <laughs> if anybody if anybody doesn't know what I'm talking about, watch a video of when Mike Singletary lined up in that fucking middle linebacker position. And we and don't watch, it's the only thing you need to look at. That motherfucker had that look like, I'm going to kill somebody. Is it you? Or is it you? Somebody's dead on the next hike. I swear to God. Seriously, he does. He did have that wide-eyed, crazy, crackhead look. He did. He, he just looked like, I'm killing somebody on the next play. Say, hike, I got to kill somebody. <laughs> it's just one of those, he's very few and far between. One of the players that if I was on the other side, I'd like, no, nah, coach, uh-uh. I ain't going. <laughs> I popped a hammy. I popped a hammy. I got I to gotta sit this game out. I don't know. I got a hemorrhoid. I don't know what to tell you. I uh-uh. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit. Well, anything else? I have the hiccups. It sucks. <laughs> not, not for the Hall of Fame. Well, anything else, period, sports-wise. Oh, definitely. Well, All right. Let's go, Mr. Definitely. LeBron James is purple and gold. I called that shit. I called that shit like last you year. You did call it. Very well. It's the worst kept secret in sports. <laughs> and and great. It's I view that it, I view that move as like the Blake Griffin move for the Pistons. It's, it's to get people to come there. Here, come he here and play to, here. That is the worst place he could have gone. He should have went to Philly. He wants to rebuild. He wants. I helped rebuild L.A. on his resume before he retires. And oh, I, I, why he went? And Cody's talking reasons. about coming out of retirement to play with him. There's many reasons why he went, but that is the worst place he could have went. Hey, maybe he gets in L.A. and then he moves up the coast, goes to San Francisco, joins that juggernaut, helps him win ten in a row. Well, I guess that's that's my question. Is this this is his last stop? Is this where he wants to retire at? Oh, that's it. Yeah, he's already and, got and a house there. Everybody, everybody is trying to make him as the family man now. He moved to L.A. because of the schools for his son, and it's just the best place to live for his family. I'm like, you guys, shut the fuck up. Well, I mean, not to be a smartass, but hasn't he pretty much earned that right at this point? Yeah, I'm going to give that. I'm going to I'm not even going to hate on that. Yes, he has. He he is 3 and 9 in the finals. But well, he's he been there like 8 times in a row. Nobody's done That's that. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying <laughs> he is 3 and 9 in the finals, but he is 3 and 9 in the finals. So, yeah. I mean, once once you get past the fact that he is one of those players that was just not going to stay his entire career with the team that drafted him. That he was very much of the new breed, not the old breed. Once you get past that fact, you got you to gotta go, alright, look, if he's going to team hop, it makes sense for him to go to fucking L.A. It's a very high visibility fucking team. It's a high visibility area. No team in New York is worth going to. Do you know what I said as soon as I heard he went to L.A.? I say Thomas is pissed. 
<laughs> yeah. Because he's got to move again. <laughs> Wait, what? He's got to move again. Why well, was Isaiah Thomas? He, no, he already got signed by somebody else. You didn't. You didn't catch that. No, seriously. Yeah, I forget. I want to. I, I, I want to say That's so Denver funny. picked him up. Oh Jesus Christ! This is how much I don't care about basketball. I thought you were talking about Zeke. <laughs> no, God, no. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is Isaiah Thomas got to do with fucking? Yeah, Isaiah like, Thomas is a Denver Nugget now. There, I see. Oh, that's hilarious. Because he went, he got forced out of Boston to go to Cleveland, and LeBron was like, "All right, let's do a shot." All right, get the fuck out. It <laughs> 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 was like, pretty much. That. I'm on the West Coast. Fuck LeBron. Fuck it. I got my shit. LeBron's coming to. I'm going to where? Mother. <laughs> hey, we're still. You still get legal weed. You're still going to one of those states. <laughs> Someone had to tell him you better trade in that surfboard you bought for some skis. Yeah, yeah. Going to Denver, homeboy. The Golden State Warriors looked up from their plate and went, and? Yeah. They, they don't care. We're just over here counting titles. Seriously. I mean, they're, yeah. they're on what, four already? There's a three. Golden State has yeah. won three out of four. They've been to four yeah. straight. They won three out of four. And two and one against uh, LeBron. So, LeBron, yeah, LeBron's in L.A., uh... Isaiah Thomas is in Denver. What other shit has happened? Oh, Carmelo went to the Rockets. Did he really? Yep. Damn, I've been working so hard I didn't even know. That's a good move. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Cousins is a fucking warrior. Yeah, Boogie Cousins. I think we hit on that. It's possible. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, we did talk about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then baseball. What's really going on in, in the baseball Anything really? Uh, well, the um, Detroit Tigers East, aka the Red Sox, are on pace to have their best fucking season ever. Yeah, Yankees are nine games out. Thanks for playing. Well, I mean, it's it's, it's early August, but still, I mean, oh, nine games is a lot in early August. It's not a lot in like early June, but you know, early August, nine games is a lot. I mean, it's 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 not out of the realm of possibility, but it's like it's it's not going to be easy. No, that's going to have to be Yankees playing out of their mind. The Red Sox collapsing. Well, it's fishing nine and a half as of us recording this. Like it gets to double digits, you know. Yikes! Well, I mean, I I'm just I am. You know, when we had Todd on for the baseball preview and we were talking about the Tigers, I can't believe they didn't make any more moves than they did. And I don't understand the Fires move after the trade deadline for two players to be named later in cash consideration. I I don't understand it. Like I said, I don't understand. That, to me, is the type of move you make with a player like Iglesias because... He's going to be an unrestricted free agent. It's better to get anything than nothing for him because you know he's not resigning. And so it just, it, I'm like, no, you do that with one of your better pitchers. Really? And by the way, the pitcher you could have gotten, uh, and I understand, you know, there was, it, it wasn't that great of a market 
But the pitcher they could have gotten a lot more for was Fulmer, and they didn't move him. So what? What? What's like? I don't understand what's going on here. Is this a rebuild or no? Because I, I don't. Is Al Alvarez experiment over yet? Can Can we just move on from this? <laughs> well, his son is on. I think uh, Arizona. So. I mean, unless he plans on bringing them back next year. Can you go ruin Arizona then? I mean, yeah. I just. I'm still going to call him Avila. I don't care what fuck. Look, if it's going to be a rebuild and they're dead serious about putting a contender out there in three, three to five years, then do a fucking rebuild. Look at what Chicago did. Look at what the Red Sox did. Look at what Houston did, and implement that type of of action and mindset to the Tigers. To me, that this is not what they're doing. They're, it's like we're going to rebuild, but we still want to draw people out. No, except the fact that you're going to draw for shit like shit for a couple of years. But when you come out of the other end of that tunnel, boom, you got a team that can go out and win it and put asses in the seats. It's like no, no, we we still want to draw like. Two million a year, so we need to have some, you know, some players with some, you know, some drawing power. Well, yeah, that's just going to drag this shit out, especially when you can turn those players into prospects. And you—that's what you need in baseball. How, how many fucking? There are fifty rounds in the in the in the MLB draft. Most of those players will never see the majors. If you're doing a legit rebuild, in my mind, you need as many prospects as possible. The more you have, the better odds you're going to have of having guys that will make it to the majors, that will make an impact. I mean, we always talk about and joke about that, you know, the old trope is the American League Central is the worst division in baseball. Uh, this year it's true. Yeah, now it is. <laughs> yeah, I was looking at the standings, and every other division in baseball except the National League West, the Tigers would be in last place. And they're in third in the AL Central. Yikes. Yeah. <laughs> Whew. All right, I got to back all the way up here. Chris, what are you talking about with Kirk Cousins? Dude, that receiving core, the Adam Thielen and Stefan Diggs. Stefan Diggs, yeah. And then the tight end, Kyle Rudolph. Those yep. guys made Case Keenum look like a superstar. Cousins has talent. So you think Cousins is better than Dude, Case Keenum? Yeah, I think Cousins is going to everyone. Uh, I've done a lot of fantasy football mock drafts the last couple weeks. And a lot of, you know, it's come up in the, some of the rooms, you know, who do you think is going to be sleeper this year? I think Cousins, dude. I think Minnesota is going to have a fucking, because the problem in Washington is they didn't have a receiver core. And, you know, he managed to look decent in Washington. Court. Not really. Jameson Crowder had one so far in his career. He's had one good year and one shit year. He is he is a Jameson Crowder is a toy cost. He had broke down Deshaun Jackson, and who else? Yeah. Exactly. So now he's got he's got a receiver core. I think Minnesota is going to take the fucking division this year. Quite honestly, dude, they fucked up. They should have kept Case Keenum. Why are you going to play guaranteed Who the fuck was 80? Case Keenum for last year? I'm telling you. That defense and that receiver core made him look good. 
I don't think so. He's going to sink back into relative. Look at the body of work. Look at his larger body. of Look at his whole career. He's going to go back to being nobody this year. Okay. I'm telling you, man. Either way, even if he was a nobody until he got to Minnesota, he had rapport with that receiving core and established it extremely quick and, and was able to move that offense, dude. Even after losing your starting Well, you're back. making my point for He was able to move a shit offense. And now he's going to somewhere where he's got an offense. Like, Minnesota is going to be, I'm telling you, man. Cousins this year, dude. It's going to be good. I, I, I don't see it. I, I don't have any faith whatsoever in Kirk Cousins. I don't think he's a good quarterback at all. Wow. Wow, man. Strong words. Still think Stafford's elite? Stafford is elite. Oh, boy. He's not Hall of Fame, <laughs> but he is elite. He, he can make connections with whatever receiver he has. He can make fourth quarter comebacks real well. He is. He's an elite quarterback. Elite quarterback he hasn't done anything that makes him Hall of Fame material, but... Elite quarterbacks in playoff games. But anyway... You know, but, but just... For the sake of argument, because, and I want to stir the pot with you two, his numbers are simply there because they d- they've never had a legit running game since he's been a lion. You have to throw when you're coming from behind constantly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you don't have anyone reliable to hand the ball off to, you're going to have good numbers. I mean, that's... that's it. Okay, but you got to be a good quarterback to get good numbers, bro. I understand, but he's also had... Some damn good receivers. But he's had shit lines for protection. Oh, I'm not disagreeing about that. Okay, and he's still able to hit the spot. Put put Stafford on a fucking Green Bay team with that line where he has all day to throw, okay, and he's, as, he's every bit as good as Aaron Rodgers. Once again, it, it's almost, that's, it sounds like... It feels like we, if we're going to be talking about the fact that he can still get to throw off, even though he's got a line that's porous as fuck, then we're talking about his toughness and his mental toughness. I'm that talking he's, about... That he's, that he's hanging in there and he will take the hit. I've never questioned that the, the man's tough. I'm talking about he has no offensive line for protection. He has no running back that he can hand the ball off to, and yet he still gets the job done. And for a lot of those years, it was... Simply throw it up and let Megatron come yeah. down. Megatron come down with it. That's a playbook. Okay. I mean, let's not forget. Let's not forget. He's also had Golden Tate. Nate Burleson wasn't anyone to fucking sneeze at until he fucking ruined his career over trying to save a fucking hot and ready to slid off his fucking passenger seat. <clears throat> but I mean, you know, he did have some very good weapons. And yeah, if the if it is simply just you know that they're coming, you know your offensive line can't hold shit, then we're talking mental toughness to sit there and hang in there and be like, even if I have to take the hit, I have to complete this pass. But that doesn't. But once again, because how how many guys would fucking be like, I'm not going to keep taking these fucking hits. Fuck that. You're an offensive line. You're paid to block. Block. The fuck are you doing? I call my ass in the wind. I'm calling Matt Stafford elite because he could get the job done in, in with the fact that he doesn't have a line, he doesn't have a running back. Yeah, he had some weapons, but he was able to get the job done and, and get it on target to where his... Because if you look, 
his touchdown to, to interception ratio is amazing. Yeah, I mean, he is an elite yeah. quarterback. I'm telling you because Kirk Cousins had a line, had a running back, and can't get the job done. That cat is not the right quarterback. Washington's had running back by committee for like the last three, four years. All right, I'm telling you, it's not. He's not a good quarterback. Man. His accuracy isn't there. His arm is not there. Well, I stole RG3's job. Yeah, he was, that was hard. He was the backup. Rich could steal RG3's job. Fucking Mr. Glass-looking motherfucker. Well, now, because they both probably work at a pizza place. No, actually, <laughs> RG3's on the Ravens. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah, I, I, I did. He's the backup for Flacco. <laughs> With Lamar Jackson and back to him. <laughs> well, I mean, let's bullshit aside. There's plenty of fucking teams in the NFL that would be more than happy to take Matt Stafford as their quarterback. Uh-huh. All right. True. I mean, and put Matt Stafford on a different team. I think he his his record would be completely different. I've I, I, the story of Detroit. But Miami or, and Buffalo would sign him in a heartbeat. Put Megatron on a different team. He's fucking Super Bowl champion. Well, I Put mean, how many Barry times? On a different team. He's Super Bowl champion. That that story of the Detroit Lions. I mean, let's let's be honest here. How many times have we like? And this is a, this is a genuine question. How many times have we sat talking about Lions games, and it's been a loss, and it's like, oh, that was completely on Stafford. N- not many. But yeah, no. I'd say like under five. Yeah, I mean, it it's just. It's like, why the fuck did they did they make that call that they did? Why the fuck did they run it instead of throw it? You know, shit like that. It's never like, wow, Stafford just shit the bet on that. Well, not never, but it's it's very rarely that. Mm-hmm. We're taking I mean, the it wins. tells tells me he's exactly. Thank you, morning like. Uh, it, that's what tells me he's a he is a good quarterback, and. I stopped at going and calling him elite, but I do freely admit we would not. I, we would not. This would not even be a debate if he was on a better team. Of course, we would call him elite, just because if he was on a better run team, he would have a better record. Mm-hmm. Shit, put him on Denver. Game over. <laughs> put fuck that. Put him on the Chargers. Yeah, uh, Philip Rivers. For the last nine years, and what you don't think we would we wouldn't have saw him in at least one Super Bowl or at least one championship game, conference oh, yeah. championship game? Come on now. And that's but once again, he seems to be one of those rare air guys. He likes, for whatever reason, he likes Detroit. He likes the fans here. He seems happy to stay here. He could have tried to go someplace else. He didn't even fucking test the waters. Isn't he from fucking Texas or Georgia? Yeah, he's from. Uh, he's from Texas. He went to Georgia. Yeah, so he's he's a, he's a mid. So he, so yeah, dude. He's he, yeah. It makes sense where he's from that he likes a Midwest city. You know, I mean, yeah. That's there was a reason that Detroit, when the Red Wings were on the tear, they were for twenty five years, were a destination for hockey players, and it had nothing to do with the Detroit nightlife. <laughs> it had everything to do with the fucking team. Because most guys came here, and the, t- the most telling thing is, where do they now live now that they're retired? Or where did they live during the off season? 
And a lot of those guys didn't live in the Detroit area. So it tells you it's like, yeah, we want to play for the Red Wings, but could we, like, you know, not have to live in Detroit year-round? <laughs> yeah. Every time I see Stafford, he's got a fucking, uh, yeah, sure, he wears it like a, like a, like a goofy fucking, you know, frat boy Chad. But he's always got a Detroit hat on, cocked to the side. You know, it, it's with just, that it's, stupid straight bill. Oh, I want to take all these bills and <laughs> fucking bend them all every time I see him. <laughs> My dark horse team is not even a dark horse. This one is this team. You just I seriously fear the L.A. Rams. Yeah, I say there, there's nothing dark horse about that, buddy. No, they're they're pretty out in the open. Like we're coming. No, last year, go back and listen to it, if you must. No, I don't. I know I what said, you're going to say. I said two teams to, to, to watch out for that people fucking are sleeping on. Philadelphia Eagles, L.A. Rams. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> L.A. Rams had a fabulous season, and the Philadelphia Eagles won the Super Bowl. Figure that out, folks. You heard it here first. And so, because... Rich taking over the Iceman duties and shit. Because I did that, I am out of the prediction game. I'm retiring at the top <laughs> oh, of my no, game. Oh, <laughs> no, bullshit. Bullshit. You can't do that. I absolutely can, and I will. But I'm on top. <laughs> I'm, pulling, I'm, I'm pulling a Barry Sanders. If you want me, I'll be at the titty bar. Leave me alone. I'm done. <laughs> I'm going out on top. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, of course, I'll do the picks and shit, but I don't know if there's going to be any bold predictions about any sleepers coming up because that was just, that was too, and I don't know, I I, I felt like I was possessed. I have no idea. I was just like, <laughs> I'm, I'm like looking at this, these teams, I'm looking at the stats, and I'm like looking at the highlights, and I'm going, I don't think they're as bad as everybody's fucking thinking they are. They're going to fuck some, they're gonna fuck some shit up. Well, now, I didn't say that. I didn't say that Philly was going to win the Super Bowl. So I mean, I, I I can't I can't blow myself that much. So no ribs will be removed. You know what I'm saying? So I will stay in the upright position. But, but as, as good as LA was last season, they have gotten way better. They've gotten so much talent now; it's scary. Oh, I hear you. And. It, and this isn't a Homer thing, because I kind of hate him for it, but Indomitian Sue went to L.A. Now, I'm going to tell you why that's a big deal. When Sue was in Detroit, he was a bad man because of the line. We've talked about it at nauseum on this podcast. That defensive line was sick. Who do you block? Who do you double team? Because if you do, the other one's coming. Okay, he's in that situation in L.A. now. He didn't have that situation in Miami. There was just him and Cam Cameron Wake, and Cameron Wake is old and busted. But right now, he has that exact same situation in L.A. He has Long, Aaron Donaldson, him. It's like it, that's that's the line that's going to be like, you're not running. Just go ahead and throw it because you're not running. And the Rams receiver core, man, they got Robert Woods, uh, yep. Brandon yep. Cooks, Cooper Cup. Cooks, yeah. Mm -hmm. Who the fuck do you cover? Right. Where does the safety go? Yeah. And as soon as Jared Goff moves that safety, it's going to hit the other one. Can't take your eyes off that white boy, Cooper Cup. That guy will fuck you. In a hurry. Yeah, but it's, it's the thing. Robert Woods, Brandon Cooks, those guys aren't 
those guys aren't nothing to sneeze at. You know, Brandon Cooks was uh, Brady's top target last year. Right. Uh, and he and, was he was Drew Brees' deep threat. And, no, <laughs> funny enough, my dark horse pick is Detroit because we have the weapons and now we have the knowledge and, and, <sighs> and mindset to, to go with it. <laughs> you knew it was coming, Chris. Come on, man. You just knew it was coming. No. And no, the head I'm coach serious. is a rapist. <laughs> Notice how that yes, went away. Hey, you got the best lawyers on a U of M. Here's, here's, <laughs> That's called a callback, fellas. Here's here's the problem that I'm hearing out of Lions Camp. That is the talk of sports talk radio here locally. Let me. I haven't heard anything, but let me guess. No running back. The fact you got that, a running back. The fact that the defense is, is is manhandling the offense. Now, does that mean that that defense is that good, or does that mean that offense is that shit? We we don't have a running back. We have the running back. We have the Vince Lombardi of running backs. Who? Like Eric Blunt. <laughs> he's a third down back. I don't give a shit. He he's, was on the Patriots. He's got two rings. But let's be let's be honest. Let's look at the it's man's body of work. Eagles? He's a third Funny. down back. He's third down back. He's a third down back. I'm just saying. He's a third down back. Who's who's carrying the ball downs one through two? I don't give a shit. We got Blunt. We got the ring. (laughs) We don't only have Blunt. We have his offensive coordinator and his general manager. God damn it. Is Kerryon Martin the next great hope for the Lions run game? Wait a minute. Whoa, 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 whoa. You don't have his offensive coordinator. You have his defensive coordinator. Whatever. We have somebody from the coaching staff. <laughs> but that's what I'm getting at. That's 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 the, the 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 scuttlebutt out of training camp is is this defense beast or is this offense just garbage? Because if the offense is garbage, you really think that the Lions defense is gonna carry him to fucking winning the division and doing anything in the playoffs? We have to adapt to the Patriot way. Give it time. Jesus. We got a couple of months left. Oh, I'll give it time. I'll give it a season or two. It's You know what? It's like Matt Patricia is like a vibrator with old batteries. It'll take you a while, but he'll get you there. And then okay, Marvin Jones and Golden Tate. I mean, do, do either of those names stir anything in either of you? What about Galladay? far as receivers. Yeah, what about him? Leave him out, the deep threat, no? Uh, Golden Tate, if it was like three seasons ago. Yeah, just five years ago, it would be all about Golden Tate. (laughs) Golden Tate is a slot receiver over the middle. Golden Tate picks up the yards on third down to get you a first down. Look, he's he's not a deep threat. Galladay is. Okay, but here's, here's... My seems to me the, the the biggest need for their receiving core. Who the fuck are they got a tight end? Uh, Thank you. Thank you. Not Ebron. He's in Indy now. Thank God. I'm I'm waiting for and starting at tight end for the Detroit Lions. Earl Iceman. <laughs> Just like seriously. <laughs> Caller ten. You can play tight end this Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> Call in to ninety-seven-one quick. But yeah, it's just I, look. I'm not expecting overnight fucking change. 
I think Patricia was a good hire. I like the mentality that's being talked about. We'll see if the, if the if the culture actually takes hold because if it does and the, the quote unquote patriot way, which is already being scoffed at by local sports people, which is like really guys, get, why don't you give it a season before you start giggling and laughing at it? All right, you know it's 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 if they have their way, it's set to be the new you know uh, we got some big strong men, you know that type <laughs> of shit. You know, uh, we we got good pad level. You know, <laughs> my uh, my ex is strong. Exactly, <laughs> but I yeah, I I think the Lions year or two, yeah, they could be a contender in the in the Central, and they or excuse me, Central North, and they could fucking I could see them winning a a, a playoff game. I mean. But I don't think it's going to be this year. Damn sure don't. I've looked at their schedule. <coughs> happening. In fact, I, I have to. I'm not even going to tell you. I'm not even going to remind you what I picked them to go because you guys were way more optimistic than I was. And I looked at Tampa Bay's schedule, and I just went and took a shit and wiped my ass with it because that's. <laughs> uh, I think we're about to see. I think we're about to see our third 0 and 16 team. <laughs> In a decade here, or, or you know, eleven years. Yeah, because isn't Captain Crab Lake suspended for the first four games? Yes, yeah, yeah, and it's not like I got much faith in his ass once he's in the game. No. See, they sent Muscle Hamster to Oakland. Yep. Yeah, the Doug Martin experiment has ended in Tampa. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, Tampa's gonna be like. Hey, the, the Hulkster visited gonna... training camp today. Oh, good, wonderful. Uh. The, the Tampa. The only time we're going to talk about Tampa this season is when they get housed by another team. <laughs> That's it. It's just gonna. It's just gonna be. They're gonna get curb stomped, and we're gonna be like, boy, Tampa took that. Like, yeah, that, that was like the prison rape scene in American History X. What the fuck? The you Patriots know? beat them fifty nine to nothing. Yeah, it's gonna be. It's yeah. That's all that is, and I have no illusions about that. Every team I'm a fan of sucks right now, you know. I but I can't bitch. I've had it good, you know. I really have. Every team I every team I root for has won a championship in my lifetime. I can't complain, but it's just gonna suck because I'm gonna hear a lot of it. Hey, how are your books doing? Yeah, well, <laughs> looking like the 2008 yeah. Lions is how they're doing. See, they're, yeah. <laughs> they're on the schedule. They're playing 16 games. <laughs> Uh, they still have a stadium. Yeah, they got uniforms and everything. Yeah, it's yeah, kind of, yeah. <laughs> it's somewhat of a professional, you know, situation down there in Tampa. Yeah, we're allowed to use the NFL logo. By the way, something I can't believe we all forgot about is that ten years ago, today, this day in history, in NFL history, take a wild guess what happened. Uh, ten years I mean, ago. Ten years ago. July 7th, 2008, or August 7th, 2008. 2008. Stop looking it up, Chris. No, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. It was big news in the football world. Big news in the football world. 2008. Uh, Favre finally hung it up. Favre got traded to the Jets. Well, yeah. Yeah, which gave us... Which gave us, he met Jen Sturgeon out there, 
which gave us his his his. If that was my dick and I was Brett Favre, I don't know if I'd be taking pictures of it and sending it out. But yes, which in turn gave us the "I'm going back to Minnesota to kick Green Bay's ass," and it didn't happen. <laughs> so speaking of pettiness, now I just think I dude, don't you remember all that? Because he retired, then he come out of retirement. Then Green Bay had to trade him. They traded him to the Jets. He played one season there. He was like, peace. I want him back into the NFC North. I want a chance to just shit on Green Bay. God, I wish he would have came to Detroit. Why? Because I love Farf. Uh, I mean, if you thought his last season in Minnesota was sad, it would have been. <laughs> it have been even worse. Yeah. <laughs> he still went to the at, uh, championship game. Yeah, and he blew it at the end. I remember. I remember. I can still remember mm-hmm. sitting in my buddy's apartment watching him throw that interception and going, "Well, it's the end of that one." Should have just retired. Well, I mean, dude, that that all of that is just because he was pissed at how Green Bay fucking handled shit. And I, like thinking back, I'm, I remember going. Dude, what are you pissed about? They sat Rodgers for how many years behind you? I mean, Great. dude, yeah, they let you go out on your terms. And then you got pissed, came out of retirement after... <laughs> I, don't you don't you guys remember the annual Favre holding the, the Packers hostage? Yeah. Will he or won't he every year in the offseason? Yep. Like, that act got old. It got to the point where even the most diehard Packers fan was like, dude, either just retire or don't. Shut the fuck up. Just come out and say it. Like, I'm tired of it. I'm tired of this. Maybe I will. Maybe I won't. I don't know. I have to t- think about it. What is there to think about? Do you want to play another year or not? I mean, it was every season for like two, three seasons there. Yep. And then they drew Bledsoe his ass. <laughs> <laughs> we got the shun, kid. He looks pretty good. Sorry about your luck, man. Take care. Yeah, A-Rod's been the starter for 10 years already? Wow. Man, yeah. that man can throw. Well, well, he- What's he going to retire? God, he can throw. He's, I don't know, but I mean, he did sit for like what? I think it was, wasn't he drafted in 2005? I think it was three years. Yeah, three years behind Favre. He's got to be like mid-30s, getting to mid-30s. And he can still throw. His sideline pass to Cobb even last season was just ridiculous. Ridiculous. Yeah, he's, he's 34 years old. So this guy, there's less. I'm, I'm. There's less than five years left for this guy. Yeah, but he has his rings. He can go. I mean, he's in almost the exact same position. Farvis. Does he got one or two? I think he has two. I think. I mean, I, I, I'll say this. He, he also has a pretty good team photo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So. Go ahead, Mr. Discount Double Check. Discount Double Dick. <laughs> no, he's only won one Super Bowl. Yeah, he's went to two. He's won one, yeah. Okay. Well, he still has his ring. Bye. He left it Olivia, done everything. He left it in Olivia Munn's pussy. Right. So he, he, he's won as many Super Bowls as Brett Favre. <laughs> this is true. Been to the same amount of Super Bowls as Brett Favre, and his career isn't over with yet. Yeah, he may, he he may up end up being better than Brett Favre in Green Bay history. Well, better or worse than Favre, he cemented his legacy in Green Bay. Uh, yeah, pretty much. He's <laughs> loved every bit as Brett Favre was. Walk into any bar in Green Bay and not pay for a drink, pretty much. Not, walk anywhere in Green Bay, period, and not pay for a fucking thing. 
Hey, you want to fuck my girlfriend, Aaron Rodgers? Here you go. <laughs> he's, he's got that kind of privilege. Oh, uh, shit. Yeah, fuck, fuck white privilege, fuck male privilege. I want Aaron Rodgers privilege. Yeah, I want Aaron Rodgers privilege. Yes, sir. Uh, all right, so anything else, guys? I think that's it. Gonna put a cork on it till next week. Oh, show meeting. Uh, you guys want to do the fantasy football again? I, re- I did renew the league. I mean, yeah, I'll take it. I'll take all those ass whoopings every week again. <laughs> I- I'll be the best pick out of us three. Go ahead. All right, let's let's let that sit there. I, I know of at least one coworker who will be very interested because he was bummed that. Uh, uh, w- when he found out sure. about it, it was too late to add him. So, uh, so yeah, I will give him a heads up. Yeah, I can send him. <clears throat> let me get his info. I sent him an invite because I'm not sure if everybody's coming back. And I'm and I'm trying college fantasy football this year. That's stupid. I didn't even know there was such a thing. It's Yahoo starting it. That's stupid. We're gonna see. We're gonna see. It could keep me engrossed in all of the college football. So what the fuck I'm talking about? Jesus, God, I thought you had a lot of people to choose from an NFL oh, yeah. football draft. Oh, my God. It, yeah. <laughs> I did a couple mock drafts with college. Yeah. The, the big old pool players. Yeah, dude, there's going to be so much movement because mm-hmm. there's always players that come out of nowhere. Yep. You know, red shirt freshman, true freshman, doesn't matter. Just come out of nowhere and start dominating, and people are going to be fucking just scuffling to get them on their fucking team, man. Yeah, that's gonna be crazy. I don't know. I can't. I, I can't. I can't. I can't give myself to that level of fucking <laughs> fantasy nerdiness. <laughs> I just can't do it, man. Your cousin want to play? We'll give her the uh, number one pick. <laughs> Thinks you got to win something. Yeah, I know. I tried to get hold of her a few times, and yeah, just never worked out as far as time because. We tend to we tend to start late, and with her and the kids and stuff, she's like, "I don't really have time to do that." <laughs> like, okay, I understand. Well, you know, that'll be the standing prize, I guess. Number one draft pick, and you get to come on the show talk number sports. One, number one draft pick, and yeah, is there any way we could like assign her a title? If she comes back, like you know, it'll say her team name, and it'll say like you know, big bad queen. Of the you know whatever sporty league or whatever, well, yeah, her team's still there. She, she I uh, yeah, I guess I could edit the team name. Well, I mean, don't do that. Well, why would you? Why don't we just do this? Just send out invites to everybody that played, and then if we have any new people, we'll give you the info, and you can send invites to them. There we go. And whoever shows up, shows up. Whoever doesn't, we'll find a way to fill it up. No problem. Yeah, maybe, maybe we'll have several leagues if enough people sign up. <laughs> we'll get, we get Aaron to play. <laughs> he did it last year with a league for work. I, I remember him talking about that. <laughs> I wonder how that all turned out. I kind of want to be in a league with Aaron. <laughs> I really do. <laughs> Aaron's going to be playing Moneyball in a fucking fantasy football no, league. He, he, seemed, he seemed mildly interested in it until I told him he had to actually look at it every week. And he's like, hey, I'm not going to do that shit. I tried <laughs> to explain to him, like, in, I tried to explain to him injuries and bye weeks. He's like, nah, man, I can't just set it once and forget about it. I'm like, you can. You're not going to do well. But, yeah, we'll see. Maybe we'll get him. But, yeah, so we're back. 
Thanks for listening. We are on Twitter at Sporgy Podcast. You can email the show Sporgy at ChristopherMedia.net. Oh, it's, you know, this is bittersweet time of year because summer's ending, but oh, it's, it's the time of year we all, or at least the time of year this podcast we lives for. So thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. All right. Later, guys. Peace out, y'all. If you like this show, please tell a friend. Please follow us on Twitter and like and share us on Facebook by searching for Christopher Media. You can subscribe to all ChristopherMedia.net shows for free on ChristopherMedia.net. Please make sure to rate and comment on all your favorite Christopher Media shows. Thank you in advance for supporting Christopher Media by clicking on the PayPal button and by clicking through to all the sponsors who support ChristopherMedia.net. Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net. And thank you for listening. Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net.